Hello everyone, this is Caleb, your GM. A quick word before our show today. Our contest is still running where you can voice an NPC in the show. All you gotta do to enter is send in a recording of you telling us what your favorite episode is on the network and why. You can send submissions to tblazernetwork at gmail.com. That's the letter T, blazernetwork at gmail.com. Last time on Trailblazers, the time finally came to learn what was in the canister. Dr. DeSocio opened it up and found crystal circuitry inside. While trying to learn what it did, Dr. DeSocio began to go mad and raved about the upside down tree as he cut open his head with a saw. The party then began to have nightmares in this world where no one can dream. The party then spied onto the meeting they learned about from J.G. Locke. They set up a trap to capture Baron and now find themselves looking upon his unconscious body. What will the party do with him? Will they kill him in a fit of rage? Or will they stay their hands long enough to question him and find out what he knows? Find out this week on Trailblazers! Okay, so we're going to pick it up where you, you just put Baron into the vertebrate, and you're taking off now. Well, I got this pair of manacles, I believe I have. I do. I'm going to slap a pair of manacles on his wrists behind his back. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to make a stabilization check. I'll take a 10 to heal for 15. All right, you stabilize him. I unceremoniously rip the arrow from him. In, in Nick's an artery, he, there's no saving him now. <laughs> he is still alive, though. Yes. Oh, man. You, now that you're, like, close up to him, you can see... You, remember how we said his ears were rounded? Yeah. You can see, like, his left ear. It's burnt, like, seared. There's, there's part of it that's been burned off. Let's, uh, let's take his mask off. Okay, as you go to take his mask off, it is not coming off. And you keep... It's like, you know, like you're pulling apart an electronic, and, like, some of it gives a little bit, and some of it is not giving. You're like, there's a screw under there somewhere. Maybe if I take off this top part, I'll find it. So you can you think you can actually kind of break it apart if you want to try? Uh, maybe it's medical. Maybe that'll kill him. I don't know. Um, speaking of medical, and uh, could you get this arrow out of my leg? <laughs> I turn like, all oh, right. <laughs> it it hurts pretty bad. It almost helped. Uh, it, come here, come it, here. <laughs> I limp over there. I'm, I'm going to use the trauma pack on him, so I'll take a 10 to healing. Uh, what is it? He gets 1d8 plus 1 hit points back, I think it was. Yep. So you hear uh, over your intercom, Tally says to, uh, over the intercom, we got him, Marcus. We're heading back to base. And you hear Marcus over it. That's great news. All right, we, we got Minotaur, and we're, we're trying to lose the police. All right, make sure you're not followed. We'll meet you back at base, all right? And uh, you guys kind of go in a roundabout way, but you go back to base. And she kind of is making sure that no police are following her, which appears that they're not. Did you see what I saw, Vic? What's, what's that? They were smiling. Yeah. Yeah, they were. I, uh... I just hope they're okay. <sighs> yeah, something's gotta be going right. They could smile through all this. Hey, at least they, they saw you. You're standing in the middle there, beating up Baron. I was just in the shadows and hardly even knew I was there. I just want all this to be over. just want to be able to hold her in my arms again, you know? I wish we can go back. <sighs> we will. Soon enough, I, I hope. Gotta deal with this... this guy. Think we should break his fingers? <laughs> Man, I want to do so much to him. <sighs> Between you and me, I just wanted to kill him. I just, I just wanted him to die. I didn't want to bring him back alive. I didn't care. I just want him dead. 
Uh, I wasn't trying too hard to keep him breathing, but yeah, I got no objections if that's what we want to do. Yeah, break, break a couple of his fingers. <laughs> well, can you can you get his mask off? It's like stuck. Uh, I could try. Yeah, I'm gonna try to use a little bit of strength behind it. Okay, as you pull, it kind of bends, and it's the eyepiece kind of snaps. And you can now see uh, on the left side of his face where his ear was burned, you snapped off that part of his eye, and you can see uh, his flesh has been uh, recovered. It's like third-degree burn um, scars, but long, long long-done scars. They're not fresh. Ugh. Uh, Lanris, this guy's messed up. Yeah, I guess he wasn't always this good at uh, fire stuff. Mm. He's dangerous. I know that. Do we have anything else to tie him up with? Um, I'm going to officially say you're out of rope after all the rope you used last battle. There's no I rope. I have to get new rope. My rope broke. I have rope. Fine, I guess you have rope. <laughs> I wasn't pulling it from the the ship. That was my rope, Caleb. I am Yeah, the only the one loss. I used was the one given to me to put in my uh, grappling gun or whatever. Sure, sure. But I, I, I am going to pat him down, make sure he has... You know, if he's wearing armor, I'm taking off the armor and leaving him in, like, whatever his underclothes are. I'm going to look for weapons, anything on him. You know what? You got his, his hands manacled or whatever? Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... No, I'm not going to tie up his feet because he's going to have to walk eventually. Um... Well, while you're thinking, yeah. and you think the best you can, all right? You make the little thinker box work. Uh, while, while you uh, take off his suit, it's a very... It's a veneer, the suit, the business suit that's on the outside that's got, like, that skull stitching into it. Underneath is, like, armor. And it kind of reminds you of your, like, your Kevlar similar armor, mm-hmm. but better. And you take it off, and uh, underneath are just some dumb underclothes that you leave him in. And as you go through his stuff, he actually has a couple things on him. Mm-hmm. One of which you see is a spell book. You, you don't know the difference between a good or bad spell book, but it's enough that you know it's kind of old, and it's got a lot of pages in it. As well as you see, uh, amidst, some, amidst some coin is a, a, a coin that stands out. It's a platinum piece that uh, has the faces, uh, a face you've never seen before. It's not a denomination you're aware of, aside from the okay. fact that it's a platinum piece. Um, some foreign king or something that you're not aware of. Uh, but one of, it's, one of it is like, uh, it looks like it's been burned, kind of like how his face has been burned. Some part of it's been blackened and scratched. The other part is fairly okay. Among that, just maybe a, a, a few other little things, but nothing that is really important to note, aside from the things I just listed. What of his, uh, his mace? Or his Morningstar kind of thing? Oh yeah, his weapon, yep, you take out his flail. Yep, absolutely. He doesn't seem to have any other weapons on him. Okay, I know what I want to do with the rope. Uh, okay. <laughs> I do want to tie his feet, but not, like, completely together. I want it enough... Uh, he can shuffle? He can shuffle, and then I want to have, like, a, enough of that rope in my hands, so if he tries to do anything, I can just pull it and trip him up. Okay. Well, we're going back to our American roots of slavery. I like it that you very quickly, that quickly can come off with exactly the way we tied up our slaves. That's From great. the South, man. Okay. Well, let's not push what? that any further. <laughs> Baron's right. name is now Toby. Oh, boy. All right. We really need to stop now. <laughs> you brought it up, Caleb. We're just rolling with it. Oh, oh. he <laughs> also has uh, two rings on his fingers. So you take those off. Two rings. Do they go bling, bling? Uh, nope. Well, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. I wish they did, but I can't change the way the game works. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what he's got. All right. So, uh, you get back to base. And... I am gonna... Okay. So, there's still more? Hang on. <laughs> I'm ready. Go ahead. 
How long would you say that takes? He escapes. Sorry, you guys took too long. Uh, <laughs> Missed the button prompt. How long does the, the entire travel time take? Yeah. Ah, I don't know. 20 minutes. Okay. Um, I'll just wait till we get back then. Thanks for interrupting me. So, course, you get no back problem. to base, and you, 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 you land in the vertipad, and she's like, all right, let's bring him down. Uh, let's get him down to the medical bay. Med, med bay. Yep. And I was just going to stuff him in the vault. <laughs> let's not leave him with the thing that he was trying to get. Uh, that's going to be part of the process. <laughs> are you just going to open it up and leave it at him? Wait, I'm going to threaten you. You are just going to open it up and, and then get him to the med bay. <laughs> so you get to the med bay and Tally's like, anybody know what to do with medical stuff? Until Stallion gets here to make sure he's not dead. Yeah, I know a few things. All right, can you just make sure he's not dead and doesn't do the thing where he dies? Well, he's not dying anytime soon, I can tell you that. Okay, so. well then let's just make sure that if he wakes up, you're the first two things he sees. I'm going to use that piece of rope to tie to the end of the bed. Okay. After a bit, the rest of the crew gets back, and uh, Marcus is visibly excited about the turn of events, and he's like, good job, good job, and he slaps you like on your shoulders. He's like... Oh, I've been waiting for this. All right, all right, uh, Stallion, I want you to, to to make sure this guy's okay. I want you to stabilize him, treat any of his life-threatening wounds. Tar is there, and he's, like, holding his face. You can see, like, blood is dripping out of in between his fingers where he's holding his his uh, his uh, snout. And he's like, you mind if I get treated first? And Marcus is like, all right, in a second. We, we, we worked very hard to get this guy. Let's just make sure he's alive. Uh, he's and, alive. And, and, I took care of it. Stein, why don't you just make sure, and, and then tend oh, to okay, Tar. Okay. I'm sorry, do you have a medical degree? And you hear no, very I... faintly uh, Stein go, well, I don't have one either. <laughs> so she she just kind of addresses a few wounds and kind of goes, he actually looks pretty good. Which one of you took care of him? Breathes my hand incredulously. Good job. Thanks. Um, look, do you know a medical procedure? Can you, like, make his fingers not work? Make his fingers not work. Do you mean break his fingers? I mean, we could do that. that. That's a blunt way to do it. I thought maybe you could, like, sever something or... And Marcus waves his hand. He says, I'll take care of that. You just take care of Tar. All right. When I got this place upgraded, I made sure to get one thing. If nothing else we get, we get this, and that's a prison. All right. Here's what I want to do. Um, let's bring him to the prison for now while we take care of recovering after what just happened here. And, and, then, and then we'll take care of the rest of him. All right. Help, help me bring him down here. And you guys help him down uh, into the next floor where there is a nice little prison set up. And it's got, like, concrete on, on three walls, right? And then it's got bars on one side so that you can go in and out. And there's a door there. Uh, he he puts in there, and there's a chair there that's, like, bolted to the ground. He he puts Baron Samiti's hands behind the chair, ties them, uh, and makes sure they're very firm. And he fetters his feet to the chair. So it's all very metal and... Houdini would have a hard time, and he and he, he gets them all locked up, and then he closes it and he puts the lock and his the key in his pocket, and he goes. At no point does does this, this room ever become occupied with just him. We leave one guy here at all times. Kentaro, can you stay here while we go take care of other things? Kentaro nods, and you guys head on up to where Tar is. Back in the med bay. Um, Stein treats him a little bit and says, uh, it's not too bad. It just looks like a couple of uh, maybe first, maybe second degree burns. But because it's in your sinuses, it's going to suck here. All right. And she injects him with some pharmaceuticals and says, well, um, 
good news is we can fit you in with some stereotypes because now you have a hole in your nose. So if you want to like throw a little ring in there, it'd be it's. I, I like the imagery anyway. Maybe you know certainly make a pull you around by it if you get out of hand. Uh, but aside from that, you're you should be good to go. And he's like, I don't feel good to go. Yeah, well that you know, it takes time to get used to having a hole where you usually breathe through. It'll be fine. At least he didn't hit you with a fireball, right? Okay, well, all right. You can join the club now. Point to my ear. <laughs> Not to just your ear, like a bunch of you burned. <laughs> the ear's all you care about, though. That's that's the part that really matters. Because that's not coming back. Head to toe if you were just covered in scars, as long as your ears were just fine. That's uh, the first four. You can't see it under that. That's right. Okay, so then uh, Marcus addresses everybody and says, Great job, everyone. I think we evaded the cops. Uh, there was no casualties, which means every one of our uh, of our VIPs is safe. And we got gosh darn Baron. We got him, guys. We got him. Did everyone make it back? Yep, everyone's back. With only minimal injuries, right? I heard that somebody shot. We had some friendly fire. He uh, shot me in my leg, yes. Why'd you shoot him in the leg? I don't even... I'm not even going to try to get into your... Why, why are you... It was a brilliant idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was. Oh, all right, man. I'm just excited. This is great. I've got so many plans with this guy. First thing we're going to do is, uh, after we kind of recover from this and everything's all set, I want you to prepare the med base stallion. I want a full analysis of this guy. I want run down everything about him. All right, can you do that? She kind of nods. Yeah. Matter of fact, I could probably do it within the next hour. All right, great. We're gonna. Well, I'll set up a guard rotation on this guy. I got his hands fettered so that he can't make any sort of mystical movements, like the magician said. If he can't use his hands, he's he's not much of a danger. All right, but I don't ever want to give this guy a chance. You understand? We don't ever leave him alone. Does anyone have a problem with that? No. Great. All right, great guys. Enjoy enjoy a, a good night's rest. All right. Uh, tomorrow, I want. I'll, we're gonna get. Uh, we're gonna get answers to some questions. Uh, what what about these things? And I hold out the stuff I took off his body. Oh, great! Here, hand them to me. Uh, I, I've never seen that currency before. Let me see. I hand, I hand it over. Hmm, I've never seen that either. Very strange. That's not even like some of the antique coins that came in with us from the boat. Well, I'll I'll see if I'll, I'll run this by uh, some of my guys at the university up top. See if they uh, know what it is. What else do you have on him? Just his armor and this weapon and these rings. It's this book. Ooh, spellbook. I guess we know what kind of caster he was, huh? Yeah. Oh, wow, look at these writings. All right, that's just a picture of a naked girl, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if this... It comes right out. I'm not sure if this is part of the book. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sleep well, guys. If, if it wasn't for the cops, we would be all free to go, but but we got one of your hunters down, the one that's going to be working outside of the law. You're one step safer, right? What's the... Uh... What's the rotation for Baron? We're not keeping Kentaro down there all night, are we? No, no. Um, you two worked very hard. Uh, the rest of us will work for tonight, and then I'll set up a, a more regular schedule for the rest of our time, okay? Sounds good. Good job, gents. I mean it. You did a good job. You showed some real skill. He didn't have a time. Uh, did he cast any spells? No. I, I scratched my shouldn't think. No, no, no. Fantastic. You guys were excellent. You wouldn't know that you were just some engineer and a two-bit bounty hunter from the way you performed today. He was more than a two-bit bounty hunter. He was like a three-bit bounty hunter. Okay, I don't know what that means. Maybe three and a half. Okay, well, good night. You can can have a hundred bits as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) 
right? He seems really excited. He seems like genuinely, he's like smiling. It might have kind of a tinge to sinister to it, but he's, he's smiling. Does he still have uh, rings around his eyes? Rings. Oh, yeah, he still has, uh, not around his, under his eyes, like the, uh, he's tired. Yeah, still has. Yeah, I, I, not like a raccoon. No, no, he's, he's not, <laughs> it's manifesting a weird way. He didn't go insane. He got circles. No, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's very tired. Are we in like a group with like everyone or is it just like him talking to us at the moment? Uh, most everybody except for Kentaro. Okay. And Stallion, she's doing her thing, isn't she? Uh, yeah. I kind of got the feeling she kind of left right after. Sure, yeah. If anyone needs okay. to get a dress, go to Stallion right now before you get a bed. She'll take care of you. Oh, yeah. I would like to do that. Like her to give me a look over. On me this time. You guys are going to get healed to full for free. Cool. He pays for all the pharmaceuticals. Oh, wow. Nice guy. No ability to say it to him, though. Anything like that, but <laughs> HP is going to go up to full. Oh, what you want to do, Landris? Go hit that guy? Break his fingers? Uh, I really do, yeah. But, I mean, if he's fettered up, he's not going to have much luck doing I, anything. I know, I know. Hey, but now we can dream about it. <laughs> I'd rather not. Yeah. One, one's I, enough. I know. It, it was bad. Speaking of, have you seen him? I saw him in the house, but that, that's the last time. <sighs> Haven't seen him since. But, uh, I'm, I don't know if it's the general good mood, but my headache's going away. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I tell ya, it was good to see Sarah. Uh, she's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you, you caught a good one. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder what they were talking about. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Uh, knowing Dahlia, probably boys. Hmm. Well, Sarah, I'm probably talking about me, right? I mean, How you know, handsome but... and, and uh, wonderful I am. <laughs> what a positive way to think about this. <laughs> they were laughing, so maybe. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Yeah, yeah. She hadn't seen my tail, though. Mm. I hope she doesn't, you know, freak out. And that could there's probably uh you probably get a brace or something, right? I don't know. It hurts. Just still tender. Oh man. I can't believe we did that. I mean we just went after I was just like in the zone. I just beating beating the snot out of him. You were just kept <laughs> shooting those arrows at him and, and entangling him. It was great. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm surprised you went in alone. It's like you knew every time he was about to oh wow, you were so focused. It was cool. Man. <laughs> cool is what I, I go for all the time. I'm finally validated. I, what was his plan? Would just kill everyone but one of them? Ask him questions? I don't know. I said once we get whatever information get out of him, we, we tell Marcus we, we don't want him alive. <clears throat> you, you feel the same way, right? Yeah. Yeah, as soon as we get all the information, we just we kill that guy. I mean, he's just... He's just too dangerous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. kind of want to just take my hammer and just hit his kneecaps, you know? Some real mafia stuff right there. <laughs> We're not going to kill you, but you ain't going to walk no more. <laughs> Put your mouth on this curb. <laughs> I mean, he's just made our life so miserable. And for what? He separated us from our families. He's just been after us. I just don't... I, we're not going to get rid of him until he's dead, you know? All for some fake money. Or whatever fake, that stuff was. You think that's what it was for? 
Oh, maybe it's a special coin. I mean, I, what, what, why, why else would he be doing it? They had to be paying him a lot of money. I don't know. I'm still wrapping, I can't wrap my head around everything going on. It's just, who's in control here? That's what I want to know. Who's pulling the strings? Someone's doing it. For a while there, I thought it was him. No, I think, I think he was just hired by, well, we now know he was just hired by J.G. Locke. But J.G. Locke and his little crew seem to be operating in the dark. They're not pulling the strings. They're pulling the strings of their operation, but whatever they're doing doesn't seem to be legitimate. But if this guy's hired, then they gotta be a lot worse, huh? But then who hired the Gemini? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it was, like I it said, was, I can't wrap my head around this. It's just, it's, I don't know. It was on its way to J.G. Locke to be delivered, and the Gemini were going to intercept it. Who, who hired them? Maybe saving it wasn't the best idea. She just let him take it. Well, we were doing our job. We didn't know any, you know, we didn't know anything about this. We were just doing our job. They attacked the train, the, the tram, and we defended it. I really wanted to be employee of the month. <laughs> I, I think you were next in line. I know it. I was so close. So close. I assume we, uh, we make it back to our room. Hey, can I say something I want to clear up for the listeners? I have a feeling I wasn't clear enough, so I just want to be crystal clear that uh, during that meeting you guys were at yesterday, uh, or I should say last uh, last week, uh, last session, uh, J.G. Locke said something to the point of the chairman will be pleased after he got all the reports. I want to make sure everyone's fully aware that the chairman is not like an official title of a position in the Sanhedrin. The chairman is a generic term as just someone who is the head of a meeting or something like that. The string puller. Right. Just so you guys don't think that, oh, that's another connection to Sanhedrin. Not necessarily. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we go back to our room. Is my is my door still broken from tar kicking it? Yes. Uh, the door between our rooms? Absolutely. <laughs> Do you, like, kick it off the hinges? It, it's like hanging off of the hinge. You feel like maybe if you close <laughs> it, the whole door would just fall down. <laughs> Looks like so, we're uh, uh, roommates again. Yeah. I mean, we have separate beds, but I mean, that's just that... No privacy, so that's just fine. I'm not that much of a private person anyway. <laughs> I, like, push the door a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we should probably get that fixed. Mm. Eventually, not that I want to cut you off. No, yeah, I mean, that's fine. It's just, I'm thinking that everybody around here has got bigger priorities right now than a door. But, I don't know, I could take a look at it maybe a little later. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it now. <sighs> so, uh... We don't gotta do the uh, switch sleep thing, do we? Think think we'll be all right? Uh, yeah, I think we'll be okay. I mean, you you said you're feeling better. Your your head's not hurting. I've felt all right since it all happened. I think we'll be okay. We should come up with a code word in case you need anything. How about hey, Landris? I need you. Uh, Help! <laughs> Help! Our I am in danger. I need assistance. <laughs> it's a little verbose. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. Um, what are code words? Um, I don't know. Just yell really loud if you need something. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> probably what I would have done anyway. Baron has escaped and he's punching me. He has punched out literally <laughs> all my blood. Please send help soon. We'll think of something clever later. Oh, well, I guess uh, we should get some rest. Yeah, at least try to. All right. Well, good night. Good night, Victor. It takes a little bit to go to sleep 
you got some of that adrenaline running through your system. You got a little bit of a high. However, mm -hmm. you do go to sleep, so I'm going to need a will save, a DC 16 will save from Victor. I made a 19. Okay. You don't have any nightmares. Cool. You wake up well rested. All right. It's the morning. It looks exactly the same as the night, but you're rested. <laughs> wow. I get my stuff back. What y'all do? It's like Christmas morning. I'm like, are you ready to interrogate Baron? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> don't open your present early now. <laughs> Well, I wake up and I go get me a cup of coffee, as per usual. Okay, nobody is in the uh, cafeteria. I um, I, I go ahead and pour me a cup of coffee and just kind of wait around, uh, f see if Landris shows up, or someone, anybody shows up. What y'all do, Landris? I wake up, for sure. Definitely, I could tell you did that because I said that you did it earlier. Just, I just want to have autonomy over my own character game. <laughs> well, then you shouldn't have played with me as your GM. Um, Rocks I, fall, I mean, the I, door I, falls on you, kills you. Kind of like the way like those vending machines warn that they're going to fall on people. Uh, I get up and I go to see Kentaro. Okay, his room is empty. Hello, knock knock on the wall. The silence answers you. You gotta head to the cafeteria. There's a, there's a good old uh, Victor. Uh, he's just sitting all by himself drinking some coffee. Yeah, I hold up the cup of coffee and say, Hey, morning, bro. Uh, where Where is everyone? I don't know. I just poured me a cup of coffee. was waiting to see if anybody show up. I guess we can go look for them. Do I hear anything? I'm going to take a perception check. Um, 22. Yep, you hear people saying something near the uh, med bay. Oh, I think I hear them by the med bay. I'm going to see what everyone's doing. Okay. You coming with? Yeah, sure. I got my coffee. Come on, so you have that coffee. What, no algios this morning? <laughs> I don't know. They're getting kind of stale. <laughs> do, do we have algio bars? You know, once you finally get what you wanted, after a while, it's just not as interesting anymore. It's the allure. All right, you go to Medbay, and just about everybody's there. And you go in, and uh, you see um, Stein's talking to everybody, and she has, like, x-rays and things showed up. Uh, you know, post it up for everyone to see. And you get there, Marcus like, ah, good morning. Hey, sleepyheads. Come on in. What's going on? Stein was just uh, informing us on uh, what she's learned about our good friend. Stein, continue. All right. Did he wake oh. up? Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, uh, oh, did he wake up? No, no. We've actually, uh, Stein's helped kept him asleep. When he wakes up, I want to be the first person he sees and I'll be ready to ask him exactly what I want. All right, Stein, continue, please. Okay, so like I was saying, uh, I did a full workup of this guy, uh, uh, as, as invasive as, a, as I guess as a physical as you could do to somebody who's asleep. Uh, X-rays, CAT scans, everything. So here's what we got on this guy. Um, as you can see here, he is just chock full of some some old pharma's uh, medical tech. You can see he's got some pins in his knees here. His shoulder blade seems to be replaced with this mechanism here. A couple of rods over here. Uh, all of this seems to be um, nothing cybernetic is what I'm saying here. It's all stuff we used to do, uh, but it's like outdated. We would never do this anymore, especially with cyber uh, cybernetic technology. I use big words sometimes. Big girl. Put my big pants on this morning. Uh, so, uh, but there's, there's, there's two things that are, I think are the most interesting about um, this man. Number one. Is that this this mask here is is indeed a, a respirator, uh, but it's it's far more sinister than a normal respirator. You see, Mister Samiti here 
has uh, many third-degree burns all over uh, the left side of his body. And this actually continues down his throat and into his lungs. His lungs are, are seared closed. This respirator connects down to what is almost like a, uh, think of a spine, right? And then splits forks into each of his lungs. And then kind of like arrowheads where, you know, it's easy to put in. But if you, if you try to pull up, it kind of gets stuck and caught in things. These little flaps have dug into each of his lungs. And what they seem to be doing is... is scratching and cutting the scar tissue in his lungs so that oxygen can get into the lungs. Otherwise, he would literally suffocate to death. Everything is so seared, he cannot get, he can't breathe anymore. The, the, the oxygen is just wasted. It'll never get into his blood. He'll, he'll suffocate. Uh, so as such, I could not remove his mask, but I was able to remove everything around his face and nose. And uh, yeah, this the scars are all over his left side of his body from his, his toes up to his face um he uh the second thing that's that i think is interesting about this man oh, oh, oh so by the way just to, to make it very clear if we remove this respirator we will kill him but i can remove it uh, the second thing is everything every pharmaceutical i used on him didn't work and everything about this guy is indicating to me that he's not an elf that he's in fact human like from the homeworld human, I am 90% sure that he is not a half-elf. Didn't humans die really fast? Humans do have a, a significantly shorter lifespan than any of us, yes. Then how old's that stuff in him? Wouldn't that be too old for him to use? Wouldn't he be an old man by now? If we assumed he got it when it was invented, it, maybe he somebody just used old tech nowadays. Uh, but my aging puts him uh, somewhere between... Uh, 30 and 40. Uh, question. Yes. We do do know about um, how everybody came over, right? Yes. That they got marooned and went through a cave and, yes. and showed up. That's that's about what I can learn from. Oh, and here, I think, Landers, you'll, uh, Victor, you'll find this interesting. You see right here? This is yep. uh, a healed skull fracture, which I have a feeling is what you gave him. Awesome. <laughs> I can give him more. Healed remarkably fast. He must have used some sort of pharmaceuticals. Um, uh, no, stuff, we've seen him. Know. We've seen him do it before, just by words or something. I don't know. Oh, this. part of his magic. I, I guess I don't know. Hmm. Remember that, Landris? Yeah. And his fingers turned green. They, uh, they the green flew into his wounds and closed them. Um, Minotaur says, "All right, let's go over the armory, and I'll show you what I figured out about his stuff." So he'll head over to the armory. He'll shuffle on over. And he has laid out all of Baron's stuff. And he goes, he like taps on this. He goes, his weapon here, this this flail. Uh, I mean, it's not going to be a surprise from what we're learning now. But this is stuff, obviously, we don't really make flails anymore. But it's made out of a metal that we don't have here. The uh, best I can figure, it's it's got to be some metals that were on the home world. Um, but the way it was made here, you can see I know a little bit about craft and metal. And this was... This is not forged the way you would normally forge. Something about this is 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 different. You see, if you apply enough heat to this, and he, he has like a uh, like an electric heater, right? And he presses on it like a one that you would almost use to like get it gets red hot, right? And he presses it against it, and the the metal almost evenly glows red of the flail. And he takes it off. He goes somehow this this con convex heat all the way through this thing evenly, uh, and it retains it for a while. So I guess. Uh, 
This guy liked fire a lot and made his weapon to work better when it's on fire. His, his armor is standard stuff that you'd get uh, pretty much police grade. Nothing too weird about that. And uh, these two rings, I don't know nothing about aside from the fact that the rings, I'm willing to bet that with this guy, there's something different about him. And uh, I, ain't, I ain't know nothing about this book. And Marcus speaks up. Yes, I'm going to have a guy, that guy we spoke about, take a look at it and see if he can't tell me anything about the book. What about the uh, the platinum piece? Same thing. I'll have him consult on that. So, I don't know. What's this mean? I don't get it. Is this precedented? Do they got humans up in Upper Kadesh that they're not telling us about? I think this means we have a new visitor from the homeworld. People been coming through that portal or whatever, huh? Maybe. I, I'm very wary to believe it. Like, that seems what it is obviously pointing to. But I don't put it beyond this guy to make things seem obvious to hide the truth. Well, when when we came out the portal, we were in the middle of the ocean, right? It's not like we came up right on the island. Mm-hmm. We, and we, we can't leave because we don't have magic, right? Suppose. So could... He has magic. Could he leave? Could he get in? Is that something magic could do? If so, that could mean some things. But I, I don't think we want to jump so far to this conclusion. There's there's something more to this. I'm not ready to take the step to believe. I'm a cynic, and I'm not I'm not ready to believe that this man is a full-fledged human from the homeworld. She said it was. I understand what medical science says, but we got medical science to, to change a lot of things about us. I'm looking, I'm looking at a bunch of people here who look like animals. Even if medical science changed his race, how would it change his age? Unless unless this is Kyle Katan's daughter. I didn't think about she, that. She's like 10. That's a good point. He couldn't, couldn't possibly be born here unless there's some people who can be born. That's a good point. The reproduction suppression field was activated 60 years ago. It's impossible to be younger than 60. Unless up, up there, up, Upper Kadesh, they're having a bunch of secrets. Man, when they said that she, she had birth defects, I had no idea this is what they meant. <laughs> Insensitive. All right. I think it's time to ask him some questions. I think we can learn what we can from his Ooh. unconscious body. We can have everybody, like, pointing guns at him? <laughs> I don't think that'll be necessary, but we'll all be there. Okay. All right, let's, let's go down. Uh, as you guys are kind of walking down to the, to the prison area, um, Shiva kind of gets your attention and says, Hey, good fighting, you two. Thanks. You too. Yeah, I'll teach him to fight dirty. Two can play at that game. That whip is awesome. I should have asked uh, Stallion how he was doing down there. How'd you guys get away from the cops? Uh, GM magic. Wow. it's <laughs> amazing, Shiva. Thanks, it's pretty great. <laughs> uh, it took us a while. We spent a lot of time going in and out. We know the city better than them in some places. We also split up so that if any of us did get caught, except for a couple of us had to get together to help. Minotaur, he is not easy to get along with when he's in pain. Not very receptive to help. Is anyone? I mean, he he stuck his fingers right up there. I can only imagine. All right, well, let's get some answers. I'm going to catch up to Marcus. Okay. Hey, uh, have you slept since moving the canister? I've gotten some sleep, yes. Was it... Were you, did anything happen? No. So... We think that thing's safe in the canister, right? Yeah, I think so. If not, the gosh darn 24 inches of 
obsidian might help keep out whatever it emits. I was going to put this forward. If we're interrogating the guy, we can threaten him with that thing if he knows what it is. I assume he does. Might be a good way to find out if he knows what it is. See how scared he is if we met, if we talk about using it on him. Hey, I meant what I said last night. You did a good job. I don't doubt it. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you take compliments your own way, Landers. <laughs> you did a good job. I know it. <laughs> you know, it was part of the plan. And his plan just fell into place perfectly. It did. All right, let's take care of this guy. So you go down in the prison. Uh, he's bulk- he's woken up with like some smelling salts, and uh, he kind of, <gasps> and you can you can hear kind of like the respirator go, uh, since it was kind of it was a little bit messed up from all the tinker around with it, and he kind of just like is looking around at all of you. Morning, Mister, and Smitty kind of looks around at you and goes, Baron, Baron Smitty. Okay, all right. Well, we can we can play this fun game. Or you can just tell us your real name, and let's start this off at a better foot than you telling me Baron Smitty. Baron kind of looks around and says, Baron Smitty. Did I stutter? Marcus kind of shakes his head up and down. Okay, I see how this will go. What's the Smitty family known for? Conquering death. Oh, so it's a, it's a lineage thing. So let me... Jump ahead a few paces here so that we don't all waste our times. You all can just come in here and take your shots at me and beat me up and maybe even kill me. That's fine. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to tell you anything. I've died three times in my life. What's one more? Marcus kind of scratches his neck. Who hired you? Santa Claus. I, I, I'm going to pull Stallion aside. Hey, um, why don't you get some Torpenol? Uh, I already told you drugs don't work on him. Oh, right. Huh. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, can I uh, can I break that guy's legs? <laughs> you know, Mr. Smitty, you, you make a big production about having died or whatever. But uh, I've met a couple people like you before. And you know what? After a little bit of pain, their, their, their tunes change sooner or later. And the strong ones like you, it's, it's later. But they usually give in. Smitty kind of like rolls his shoulders, kind of like getting comfortable after being so stiff for so long and says, All right, you want me to talk? I'll talk. Everyone's got their secrets, right? While I start talking about yours, Marcus. Marcus kind of raises an eyebrow. You know, the first thing I did when I was hunting you you down, um, uh, weird ear boy and weird tail boy, uh, um, Victor and Lanris, right? Uh, you had a third friend, but I've forgotten his name. You know, after you kill somebody, there's no need to know their name. Not information worth keeping. First thing I did when I was hunting you down was, of course, I looked up who hired the Gemini gang. It's the very first thing I did. I got a question for you. How deep did you look into that subject? What are you trying to say? Me? I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just trying to help you see what the truth is. You want answers to questions? How come you never asked that question? Well, we did just like 20 minutes ago. But (laughs) (laughs) what are you trying to say? Who hired them? You know who hired them? Oh, well, I wouldn't want to speak out of school, but I guess I am in one, huh? 
By the way, I love what you've done with the place. Really well done. I like it. I don't, uh, you know, I wish there was a prison in the school I grew up in. It'd be good to deal with the, the kids that got out of hand. I guess you just need to ask yourself who is in charge here and who didn't think to ask the question. Who didn't give you the assignment to go find out who hired the Gemini gang? And Marcus says, all right, that's enough. He turns to everybody and goes, this guy's just going to spit out poison. Tar, why don't you soften him up a little bit and then we'll see if he's more cooperative later. And uh, Tar kind of goes forward and Shiva puts a hand on Tar and goes, I'll handle it. And he kind of, Marcus looks at Shiva and says, don't kill him, all right? Save a kneecap for me. Tar, stay here, make sure she doesn't kill him. I'm going to come back in maybe uh, 30 minutes, an hour, and we'll see if you want to talk more than just this venom. All right? And he kind of waves everyone to leave. And as you leave, like the last thing you see is the door open up and, and Shiva walk in. And Marcus just shake, shakes his head and goes, I've met people like this before. He'll soften up. Don't worry. Is it true? Is what true? Did you hire the Gemini gang? What? No, I didn't hire the Gemini gang. It's what he wanted it to sound like. Surprise, surprise. He wants to turn us on each other? Push me over with a feather. Is it true? And you hear Tally looks right at Marcus and says, Marcus, is it true? And he kind of looks at you guys and goes, No, no, it's not true. I barely had enough money to buy this place. They had enough money to buy the gosh darn Gemini gang. You saw the stuff they threw at you. You know what kind of money that would take? How come we never looked into it? Because we had a million other things to look into. Well, how about that's our next step? Sounds good. I'll, I'll get right on it. But we'll see if we can get out of this guy first. Don't look at me like that. I want to roll the sense motive on him. Sure. So I want I want to mention this now because there's probably going to be some interrogating in this episode. Uh, you guys are free to make your, your sense motive checks. Uh, but whatever your dice roll is, it's what I'm going to hold you to. So if you, if you just feel like something's fishy and you want to feel that way, that's fine. But then if you roll and your sense motive check says, well, you know what, I believe him, then you've got to stick to that, even though you no, that's fine. You that's as a person thought it was fishy. So I'll let yeah. you choose whatever one you ever want to do. If you want to just keep with what your gut as a player feels, then that's fine by me. So I think sense motive is rolled secretly by the GM. Is that accurate, Christian? Yes, I mean, anything that the player shouldn't know the result of to metagame. What is your sense motive modifier? <laughs> it's only three, but... You're, you have the feeling you're leaning towards the direction that something is fishing. Okay. Maybe, maybe Baron's words hold some water. Okay. Marcus, if you're lying to us... I'm not. Uh, I better go get some, something to eat. I didn't get any algios this morning. <laughs> all right. Guys, please. If we're, if we're going to be doing this, you cannot listen to everything he says, all right? We've got to take what he says, filter it out, and see if we can't find some truth in it. That's this, what we're not, this guy's not going to volunteer information uh, that's true right off the bat. we we got to we gotta get through the layers. I'm telling you, the canister will make this a lot quicker. He might have died before, but he's never gone insane. Yeah, well, let's see. Let's, let's, let, let's let Shiva have her fun. She's been looking for somebody to hit around for Project Dark and what happened to her. Why not let her pick him? So let's think forward. If we wanted to find out who hired the Gemini gang, because we, you know, me and Vic were just talking about this last night, where where would we go? I'll take care of that. Don't worry about that. You guys focus right now on what you're doing. Matter of fact, here's what I've I've settled out for this. I want we're gonna do two person rotations on him uh, every day, so there's always somebody with him. Okay, and so so you two are obvious choice to be together, and and uh, if you ever want to mix it up, it's fine. But uh, that's what we're gonna do. Okay. 
Matter of fact, if you two don't, you guys spend a lot of time together, but I can split you up if you want. It's fine, but we're keeping two on him at all times. I guess the first rotation, rotation to Shiva and Tar. <laughs> Sounds like a party in there. Yeah. All right, you guys relax. I'll, I'll let you have next round, okay? Yeah. Sure. Uh, Tally is like lost in thought. She's like looking down thinking, and Marcus leaves. What you thinking about? Huh. Uh, nothing. Marcus is probably right. He's just trying to... Five seconds in, he's just trying to poison us against each other, right? That's what I would do, I guess. If I had nothing left but my words. Okay, if he was tr- telling the truth, Marcus, and he didn't hire the Gemini gang, why wouldn't he let us look into that? I don't know, it's a good question. What do you think, Landris? <sighs> no, I'm... I'm thinking about goals. If, you know, if if Marcus hired the Gemini gang, why? Because he wanted that cylinder. That would mean, you know, he's known about it the whole time. He has known about it. Remember we test tested him? Like, I said it was broken, he didn't flinch. I, I don't know. I mean... <sighs> Guys, I've known Marcus for a long time. He's, he's not that kind of guy. Alright? He wouldn't send... But- people out to kill a bunch of innocent people especially for something he didn't know what it was that's not marcus all right marcus is the kind of guy that would take all of his money and spend it on to help people that weren't even his own kind of people that's that's the marcus i know well i don't really know him and i think something's fishy just saying all right i gotta go do stuff and she leaves so we're going to do a rotations of looking after Baron Smitty, all right? Mm-hmm. And uh, first up after his beat-up session is going to be Victor and mm, Stallion. Okay. So you come in, and uh, there's, like, blood on the ground, and Baron Smitty was obviously beat up pretty bad. And he's just kind of panting, and he's just, like, looking down and kind of slouching in the chair. And Shiva is kind of like rubbing her knuckles and goes, "Oh, is my is my uh, term over already?" Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, softened him up for you. Maybe he'll answer you some of your questions now. She kicks his chair. We're not. Are we in the room with him? You're in, you're in a room, and it, he is separated by bars. Okay. I kind of go in the corner, and just uh, fold my arms and just kind of like leaning up against it for a little bit, a couple of minutes. Just kind of thinking to myself. Samiti kind of lifts up his head and kind of like stretches out a little, his neck a little bit and looks at you and goes, well, they're not the best listeners, are they? And kind of, you can see like a little bit of blood's like trickling out of his, his filter. They think the three times that I've died came with no small amount of pain. <laughs> what, you're not going to come in here and crack my skull again? Not yet. Give some time and looking at your ugly mug and hearing what you have to say, I might. <laughs> you look good, by the way. You made a nice recovery. Oh, thanks. You're missing a couple patches of fur, though. I don't know if you noticed. <sighs> I rubbed my head. Are you talking about my head? Uh, no, I was talking about all the burns I gave you. Oh, just, uh... Okay. I mean, technically, I didn't give them to you. My hounds did, but I have a feeling that you don't see a difference. No. 
What do you know about Marcus? <laughs> uh, what do I know about Marcus? What do I know about you and all your friends here and the AAA? The, the amount of things that I know that you do not would fill volumes. Mm, but you're not telling me what they are. You're just telling me that you know things. I could tell you I know things, too. I do. I know things, but... Like you would listen if even I told you. I got ears. You didn't burn off my ear. Just my tail. What do you know? What do I know? I don't know. Had any dreams lately? The Gemini gang, they weren't working for you. (laughs) You're so stuck on the Gemini gang. I told you to look into it, not obsess over it. I mean, actually, all I did was ask you why you didn't look into it. You can do what you want. What am I going to do to change your mind? By the way, that was a good thing, surviving there. You know, I'm, I might have been able to use you if I, uh, well, if I needed anyone. You're just kind of like looking around. You like your new home? It's not my home. No, oh, no, of course. Home's where the heart is. Your heart's nowhere but with your bonnie lass. Don't you say her name. What are you going to do, punch me? I've never felt one of those before. Don't say her name. I empathize with you, Mr. Irons. Love's a powerful thing. Make one do a lot of things, love. You even make one kill. Hmm? Tell me, would you... And he kind of leans forward in the chair a little bit, and he's like stopped by his chains. Would you kill a man bound in chains in an iron chair just because he spoke the name of somebody you loved? Yeah, I can see it in your eyes. You would. It's fine. I would do it, too. I just wonder if she knows you'd do it. What What do you mean? Does she know how many people you've killed? She knows. She knows I worked for the tram company and to protect it. Sure, yeah. All that was in self-defense. No court in the world would judge you. I've never killed but in self-defense. Exactly. It's always been in self-defense. It's it's to defend myself. I would be dead if I didn't kill them. They made you do it. You know, I, I think the same way. You know, some people would say the capacity to kill somebody, even in self-defense, says something about the core of a person. But I'm with you. That's that's nonsense. Anyone would defend themselves. Right? If it makes you feel better, I wasn't going to kill her. Really? Really. Here, let me, let me tell you something, Landris. I promise you... What? Ah, gosh darn it! <laughs> If you didn't laugh, I would have continued the rest of this interrogation call on Lanners. Even Baron doesn't. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Victor. Whose name is not Lanners. Whose name is totally Victor. Mr. Irons, we're going to have, I think, long days together. And I promise you everything I'm going to say is the truth. I'm not going to speak one false word. Take that to the bank. I know you're not going to believe me now, but when you look back on this moment, you're going to think, boy, he was a big grade a monster but you know what he did always tell the truth so maybe you won't believe me now but you're gonna look back and you're gonna know i wasn't gonna kill her what were you gonna do oh to everyone or just to sarah what were you gonna do to sarah you know what i was gonna do mr irons i was gonna do the one thing that i think 
would have done the most harm. I was just going to tell her the truth. Oh. You said her name. I shoot him in the kneecap. You shoot him in the kneecap? Yep. Holy schnikes. <laughs> Marcus rushes in. No, what are you doing? Uh, okay, he wails in pain. Don't say her name. I go over to the corner again. Just shut off. Actually, since uh, Stein's in there, she's going to go in and kind of at least make his knee not bleed anymore. And she kind of looks at him and goes, uh, I, unless you get this fixed later, I have a feeling you're, you're going to feel when the weather's cold. I don't know where you got this other stuff, but we don't really replace knees anymore. Well, thanks anyway. The stallion. Do no harm, right? Stallion, get away from him. She hesitates, but then she gets away from him. He's poison. That's right, Lanners. Whose name is Victor? <laughs> Gosh darn it. That's right, Victor. Write me off. That's what I would do. What are you going to do to everybody else? You really want to know? Yeah, I want to know. What's your plan? What's, what's, what are you after? I'm after one thing, Mr. Irons. I'm after what's in that vault. You keep Why? locked away. Why? It's not away. fire? <laughs> oh, I may have a certain affinity for that element, but that's not all I want. Like you, Mr. Irons, there are things... That I care about things that would be said that would make me blow someone's kneecap out. When you when you look back at this, and you look back to realize everything I said is the truth, I want you to remember this. Your biggest mistake that you're about to make is to not just let me go and give me that canister. Well, if I let you go, you're not going to walk very far. <laughs> you kind of got to... Oh, yes, ha, ha, ha. It takes all the guts in the world to beat up a man who can't fight back. Real brave. I beat you up before when you could fight it back, so just shut it. You know, I've been in my fair share of battles, and you know what? It doesn't take a lot of courage to stab a man in the back. We were face-to-face when I first fought you, so don't act like I'm a coward. Well, I'll leave it to you to determine what's fair. How long have we been in there? I don't know. What, six minutes have we talked? <laughs> it can be any amount of time you want. Victor just kind of... I just kind of freeze up again. Just Okay. Sure. Stewing things over. Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. My friend Christian and I were just trying to find some eggs at this Easter egg hunt. Hey, Caleb. Do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Trailblazers, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing... Why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Pathfinder Academy? Why don't you try some of our favorite episodes? One of mine definitely has to be the one we did on character death. That was a great one. It's always good to know how to handle big moments like that in your game. You can listen to Pathfinder Academy on this very feed. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen too, so go onto our site, tblazer.net, for a complete list of the ways you can listen. So go ahead, eat some chocolate bunnies, exchange baskets of candy, grab some dice, and join us. Man, Christian, I can't wait to hatch one of these suckers and get my very own dragon. Caleb, you know these are plastic, right? They're just filled with chocolate. Wait, what? Alright, after some time, you get switched out with, uh, Lanris. Finally, Lanris. With Kentaro. How are you gonna call him Victor? Uh, we'll find out, won't we? 
<laughs> Mr. Victor, welcome. <laughs> uh, you get hey, it's me. Uh, you get in there and you you see the the kneecap wound. I point to his kneecap. Uh, was was that you? Oh yeah, yeah it was. Um, hey, uh, I don't know. We'll we'll talk later, okay? Yeah 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 yeah. I'll handle this. Just uh, just be careful. I. I actually never am. I was going to say I always am, but I'm not careful very often. But I'll try. And, you know, if, if you need to, shoot him in the other kneecap. Uh, don't worry, I got I got it all. I don't know. I got plans. Okay. I, I assume there's chairs there. Yep. Yeah, like a little poker table, a little walk-up bar. <laughs> I sit down really casually. Like, I lean back really far and put my leg up on the barrier. Nice. So in what way will you be hurting me today? I shrug and say, I mean, I guess that depends on what you say. You seem talkative, so let's talk. What do you want to talk about? So you you, you died three times, you said? Three? Might soon be four. So you're what, a, a mortal? Hmm, good question. I guess fate wasn't that cruel to me. I have a feeling there's an end somewhere. It would be a relief. To die? For real? Well, Landris. That's your name, right? Landris? Yeah, you got it. Good job. Sometimes it's just good for it to end. Maybe you could help me. Maybe you could accommodate my request. Uh, you're pushing that card way too hard. So you want to die. I got that much. Good. All right, so don't let you die. Got it. (laughs) Oh, come on. What, do you just rise from a grave somewhere? A coffin? How do the old tales go? I'm surprised you've even heard of Baron Samiti. What, you? <laughs> yeah, me. What's so surprising about that? I don't know, I just thought it would be something that uh, you guys wouldn't think was important enough to keep going. So, uh, what I'm just trying to figure out is, you know, you don't fear death. What are you doing running around killing a bunch of people in Lower Kadesh. What's your end goal? I don't get it. My end goal is pretty simple. If you were smart cat folk, you would have figured it out the moment you met me. It's to get that canister out of that vault and into my pocket. Which you would do well to facilitate. And why is that? Because they turn to me, Lanris. And you don't know me. You don't understand me. The people that turn to me, they do. They understand me and they turn to me to get that canister. But now that I've failed, they're going to turn to people they don't understand. And those must be some rough people. So you're telling me the guy that's you know afraid of, not afraid of dying is afraid of whoever hired you to get this thing? Oh, it's for your benefit, not mine. I'm not afraid of it at all. I went around and I I didn't care about collateral damage. You know, the old saying, the ends justify the means, whatever means to get to my end. But these people, the people that they're going to turn to who they don't understand, they're worse than that. I have a question for you, Landris, a little little puzzle. See if you figure this one out. What's worse than not caring about collateral damage? I, I see where you're going with this. Should, should I stop you now, or what? Go ahead and enlighten us with keep... your acumen. 
Well, we're changing the subject here. Uh, we're not done. All right, so your end goal, Crystal and your employers, sure, whatever. Then what's their end goal? You're saying it's for me, but you're being real vague about that. It's a really bad sales pitch. I mean, if it's really for me, I think you'd be telling me all about it, but you're, you're kind of avoiding the subject. What's for you is the advice to <laughs> deal with the thing you understand before the thing you don't comes at you. I don't understand you at all. <laughs> Even more reason. <laughs> By the way, you got, it kind of like uses a shoulder gesture. You got something, a little something right here, and he points to the ear mirroring your ear that's cut. Oh, I think you mean something not there? Yeah, it's just a little, uh, I don't want to get that looked at. Keep that in mind. You gotta remind me of me a little bit. I like it. Kill him. Kill him quick. You know, when I was a younger man, I I always felt this way. As far as back as I can remember, I always thought differently about this. You know, there's a whole lot of very terrible people that still get to walk around the world because someone who's too smart for their own good said, keep them around, we can get something out of them. And then circumstances change and they end up still walking around. But I always thought if you just kill them, Whatever fate is going to befall them would be worth it. I know this one's going to be certainly differing from you, but I didn't even think it was worth the torture. Whatever comes for them after, surely, let's just get them there. So I appreciate it. I know that you've been pushing it. Shame cooler minds prevailed. What's, what's the matter? No pithy comeback? No fun remarks? I guess the, the nanites aren't doing their job because I have no idea what you just said. Pithy, it's a big word. I oh, let's see, I forgot. This generation without their schools. Oh, it's lost so much. So what are they paying you? What are they paying me? Something I'm sure you wouldn't understand. Uh, you can try. But does that coin? It kind of looks up at you like it very quickly turns to you. Yeah, the, the burnt one. Dumb face on it. Well, I'll agree with you there. It is a dumb face. No, that's just a personal effect. All right, so what are they paying you? What do they got to pay a guy like you? You're good at what you do. You got a lot of, you know, your resume has got to be stacked. Apparently I'm not good enough. Shrug. They're giving me an opportunity to get what I never thought I could get again. What are they paying you here? Oh, that's right. You're just a dog on a leash with a collar obeying Master Marcus. He says, go here, do that. You do it. Oh, sure, you'll bark once in a while, but you'll go where he says. You'll go where the leash pulls. Should call you a dog folk. Well, the greatest payment so far has been my family's alive. Huh? Which wouldn't be the case if I wasn't here, so I, I consider that pretty good compensation. Oh, please. When you look at whatever gives you the ends, then you'll start being like me, doing whatever it takes. Hey, you know, if you just gave me the canister, they'd also be alive. Mm, but would they be well? If they have intera any interactions with you, I'm guessing not. You know, I really don't care about you or your family. They're, they're not quite as important as you think they are. The only reason I ever came after you was for that canister. Let me go. Give me the canister. Avoid the fate that's coming to you. And I'm gone. I got no reason to stick around with you or your pathetic family. Again, you're, you're bad at these sales pitches. You're such a good conversationalist. What makes you think we want you to leave? I just like to have little bits of opportunity to say I told you so. So, why don't we readdress this in a couple days? We'll pick this back up where we left off. You know how to get what you want. We just want more information about it. The crystal, you, you even call it the crystal. Do you even know what it is? You 
<laughs> you all know so very little, don't you? This really is the most amateur operation. You got more secrets from each other than I have from you. I mean, do you even know why Kentaro is here? Kentaro has been kind of distant, kind of perks up. No, doesn't really matter. Of course not. Why would it matter? Because he was there, and he shot your dogs when they were going to kill my family. Again, you know, the important things. You know, the first thing I thought I was going to have to do when I got when I woke up in this position was to find some way to turn you all against each other, but I feel like if I just keep telling the truth, it's already happened more than enough. I, I always have this strong belief that the truth really is the most powerful tool anyone ever has. The truth would get you to turn on Marcus on a dime. The truth will get you to distrust the friend sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One day, you and you, Kintaro, should have a heart-to-heart. Find out why he's here. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, any more? You're talking all about the truth and how you're going to lord it over us and you're feeding us bit by bit. I'm not, I'm not buying it, Baron. You're just buying your time. It's a shame. I wish I could be as cool and collected as you. It's difficult. How does it feel, by the way? Oh, you know, sobriety. Makes your arrows hit pretty well. They've always hit well. <laughs> you know, where do you get your information from, Baron? You know, you know a lot. Look into my eyes. Tell me everything I need to know. You can learn a lot from looking into somebody's eyes. That's a little erotic, but sure. <laughs> I look them in the eyes. Kind of put my, my <laughs> head, head in my fist. Uh, as you do, you start getting a bit of a haze, and it almost looks like galaxies in his eyes. And he goes, poor, poor Landris. He's working so hard. Show his sister he's still somebody, huh? Tell her I'm a cop. That'll, that'll make her feel like something's legitimate in your life. She doesn't have to know that you're just pushed away in the boiler room, down in the corner, doing the dirty things that even the cops in this town don't want to do. How glorious. It's just too bad, though. You can never really get that, huh? You're too busy. Too busy serving the South. But the guilt doesn't go away. It's a good thing you people don't dream. Oh yeah, that sucks. I bet it hurt for a moment, didn't it? This whole generation lost that feeling. They forget that everything's out of their control. They have this little veneer where they think everything's in their control. But dreams have a way of showing you that even your own mind's against you at times. So you're saying you dream? I did. Until... Oh, till the machine went up. Nobody dreams anymore, right? So you've always been here, Kadesh. I don't dream now. Sometimes it's good not to dream. As I'm sure you figured out. Did you learn your magic here, too? Because we thought that was dead. Even in the home world, you elves were always so focused on yourselves. You know what it took to get you people joined together with our kind? It took a lot of effort. So self-absorbed. You think you're the only ones that found their way through to this world? That's right. Fate has only ever picked your kind. The great, mystical, magical elves. Oh, I guess we can't put that second moniker on anymore. Yeah, we prefer crystally. <laughs> you know, I don't know how much you really learned about the old world, but you elves used to have quite a hold on magic. Yeah, I've been, as I've been told. Magic of nature. Trees and forests and... You know, things like that. Just really words to me, though. Sure. So, when are you going to come in here and beat me up? 
I've got plenty of more bones that haven't been cracked the other way yet. Like I said, depends on what you say. Besides, I don't think I'd do all that. I think I'd just give you what you want. Well, not really. I'd take it out of the canister. Leave it here for a while. Come back later. What's, uh, does he, like, make a facial expression at that? His head kind of, like, turns. You died before. Would you ever go insane? How'd you handle that? Death has a way of driving one mad. Look at me. Do I look like madness is anything different from the norm? Well, you're, you know, the sadistic kind of madness. You got a plan, though. You're not the upside-down tree kind of madness. Is that what you call it? I guess I never thought for the lack of perspective would do to a man. Upside-down tree. That's a way to say it. Ah, so you... More you want to lord over us. Go ahead, come on. What is it? You know what it is, or... Oh, just another thing to fill the volumes that I understand and you don't. And how's that serving you? Serving pretty well so far. But right now? Right now, uh... Right now, I'm in here, and you're in here, and... Your sister's... Well, I wonder who's with your sister. My family. Mm, Yeah, good old mom and dad. Surely the people who hired me would have given up after I failed. I'm sure your family's fine. I mean, they're being protected by the police. They're the safest people in the whole lower Kadesh right now, aren't they? But you, you're in here with me. Once you failed, you know, how are your employers or the people that hire after, how are they going to look on that? If you're not afraid of us, are you afraid of them? Oh, they're not going to bother anything with me. Don't worry a little bit ahead about my safety, though I do appreciate it. You need to look around. Look next, you'd be worried about him. Because plan B is always, always more ugly than plan A. Are you sure you're plan A? Kind of shakes his head. Irrelevantly. Come on, Baron, what's coming? You want the crystal. And if it's really our, in our best interest, if we had all the information, you know, we'd come to the same conclusion as you. Only thing you need to know is that if you give it to me now, I promise to walk away. I know it doesn't mean a lot, but later on, I was telling a friend to ask him about the whole spiel about the truth. But uh, later on, you're going to wish it. You're going to wish, boy, if we just gave it to Baron and walked, let him walk away, could have avoided so much pain. What do you do then, Baron? You walk away, but where do you go? You know, just disappear. You seem like the vindictive type. Do I? I'll have to work on that. I don't mean to give off that vibe. You've asked so many questions of me. Can I ask one of you? Technically can't say no. Why do you listen to Marcus? Why do you let him pull your collar, grab that leash, and yank it? Marcus never made me do anything I didn't want to do myself. Sure, sure. Yes, you keep telling yourself that. Care to prove me wrong? Just need to ask yourself questions. Ever been angry at what Marcus asked you to do? Ask yourself another question. Did you do it anyway, boy? Good boy. Good boy. Oh, there you go. Did you get a little biscuit treat to keep you happy, to keep you forgetting that you were doing things you didn't want to do? Little treats to keep you going. You're talking about all you know and that I don't, and I know you're just making stuff up right now. Of course, of course. Nothing what I'm saying is resonating with you. You've, you've been gun-ho about everything. You would have joined this organization even if they didn't save you. You really believe in it very hardly. If there's anything that Lanris stands for, it's others. Never himself. Always others. He wouldn't waste away in a club, 
keeping his mind off all his problems. No, he'd be out there fighting for the little man. He wouldn't be borrowing and begging every coin from his sister, feeling so guilty. He doesn't ask her, but he sure doesn't say no when she sends it to him. No, he would send her money. He would work hard, fair, good jobs. Jobs that wouldn't hurt people so that she could live a better life. Lanris never does anything out of anger. Lanris always does what he wants, doesn't he? No one can make Lanris do anything he doesn't want to do. Just too smart for it. You're just too selfless. I get the feeling you're being sarcastic. I get the feeling talking with you is lowering my IQ. Me and sarcasm don't have a good track record. Uh, I stand up and draw the machete I just got from the um, armory. Nice shine, and Taro just made it plus one. I walk up behind him. Kintaro stops you. Uh, yeah. Hey, what are you doing? I don't... I know what I'm doing, come on. Lanris, I'm getting to know you. And I don't... I can't say for sure that if I... Step aside that he's not going to die. Come on. You you don't know me then. I kind of go to walk past him. He puts his arm out to stop you. I just kind of step back and put my hand on my hip. Don't don't make me say I'm not going to kill him because then he knows I'm not going to kill him and the fear of death isn't there, but I'm not going to kill him. I'm not letting you past. I'm sorry. Why? Because I'm not sure you're not going to kill him. Marcus wants him alive. Why would I kill? What? Come! He didn't even say anything that invigorating. Come on! I don't think you're. Do I look like? Do I look like I'm upset right now? Seriously? Do I? No, but I don't think it takes anything he said. I think he could have been silent, and you still want to kill him. You admitted yourself. It wasn't because of you. Anything nice you did that he was leaving alive now. <laughs> I put my hands on his shoulders. I'm not going to kill him. I need you to believe me, because. You know, if you, if you think that I'm just a cold-blooded murderer, I, I don't know what I've been doing this whole time. I don't know how you could think of that. 18 sends motive he's, he's doing. Oh, I'm not lying at all. Maybe just leave the blade with me. I, I need it for my performance. Should I go get... I'll go get her. And he... <laughs> I'll bring it back with Stallion. And he leaves you alone. I go and walk up behind him. Which finger am I losing today? Oh, wait, no, I know what you're going to do. You're going to cut off my ear. Now your ear's already screwed up. You beat me to it. Was that you? What, were you a novice at some time? Uh, one of my many deaths. I assume his hands are behind him in fetters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to want to clench your fists. I might miss. Get a few more than intended. My thumb's my favorite. It's the only thing that keeps us separate from the animals. You know, like dogs. You need these to cast magic, don't you? I kind of tap one of the fingers, like his index finger. This sure help. Hmm, so, what if you walk away and you can't use your magic? What'll happen then? Whatever would I do? Uh, does he spread out his fingers? No. <sighs> Last chance. You gotta spread them out. You know, I, I, I once had this dog. It had kind of spotted fur. Never listened. Kicked it. I haven't heard you say stop. I go to cut off his index finger. 
Okay, he's just going to do the things that people would normally do if their fingers are being <laughs> cut off, like screaming and saying ow, but in more gregacious ways. Of course. All right, you cut off his gosh darn index finger? Yes. Okay, when you get through, like, slicing off his finger, right, where he's, like, white-knuckling, trying to keep his fist closed, Stein comes in and is like, what is happening? You let Shiva brutalize him, and, you know, I do one thing and everyone's freaking out. She kind of goes over with a trauma kit. Uh, we, we don't need that. Um, I take out my lighter. And I cauterize the wound. <laughs> he kind of like, it's like gr- saying it through like gritted teeth. She kind of backs up. I, Kitara, why'd you bring me here? I don't want to see this. I didn't know you had a plan to stop the bleeding. <laughs> I always have a plan. Uh, I walk back and like put the finger. Like I assume the barrier has like a shelf kind sure. of thing. That wasn't really out of ire. That's more of a safety precaution. You understand, right? You're smart. Yeah, no, you get it. I've been called a monster in the past. It's been pretty fair. At least I'm not an animal. Oh. I mean, sure. I look like one. But I mean, you said it yourself. We're elves. The elvish people. He says in elvish, you're a dog. Um, I say back in elvish, you're the one in a cage. You know what they say about how you can tell whether or not a man's good or bad on the inside? Art, I'm sorry, are you giving me lessons on morality now? It's how a man treats another person who he has no reason to treat well. It says more than words could ever say. Well, I don't think you're keeping up well with the designation of person. You are learning lessons I learned in my youth. Detach makes it so much easier when they're not a person, when they're just another monster. I wonder what the tram full of people would call you that are dead now, you know. I know you won't believe this, but I'm just going to keep to my moniker. of continue. It kind of like winces as he like accidentally moves his finger. Telling the truth really doesn't bring me a lot of pleasure killing them. Sometimes things need to be done. I understand sometimes it's worth killing ten to save eleven. Who are you saving? <laughs> you know so little, Landris. And when you're done cutting off my fingers, you're still going to know exactly as much as you knew before. (laughs) And your sister, you're still going to be here. She's still going to be there. You know why? Because Marcus hasn't let the dog off the leash yet. You see Kintaro has like a a winced face look. I'm going to wait out my time. And once you decide to tell me why, I should give you the crystal. You know, then you, you, you can be gone, one way or another. But I'll wait. I'm patient. I wonder, between the two of us, who has more time to waste? I mean, I still got nine fingers left. You only got three family members left, right? Now your time eventually comes, and somebody comes to relieve you. As you're walking back, I'm like, what the hell, Kentaro? What? You mean not letting you murder him? I, how could you think I was going to murder him? How could him? I think you murdered Because you just shot arrows into him yesterday. Lots of them. I had your back when he was trying to get me to turn against you. He was threatening your family. Sorry, I guess you don't hold grudges as much as I do. Listen, I believe you now. I'm, I was just wasn't sure. Is it the arrow thing? What? It, it was, was it the arrow thing? Because I pointed an arrow. I, I'm sorry. I said I was sorry. No, no, it's not the arrow thing. What, what, what have I ever done that made you think I would do that? I just, I guess I know people, and it's threatening your family, and you seem to really love your sister. I do, but he's, and, no, threat, he's no threat to her in there. 
I'm sorry. I thought you might have thought differently. Who's next on the watch list? Back to Shiva and um, Tar. So Marcus kind of gets up. Uh, he meets with you and Lanaris and goes, uh, anything new? Is he softening up? I mean, he's just feeding us the same bull he's been feeding us since he got here. Yeah, trying to turn us on each other. He's saying that, you know, it's in our best interest to give him the crystal, but of course, he won't tell us why that is, so it's a ploy to buy more time for what? I'm not sure. Can he give you any reason? No, he said that, you know, he was plan A, and now the people that hired him are going to go to plan B, and that's somehow worse. Of course, when, you know, asked about any of the specifics, he says, look into my eyes. By you, Victor, anything enlightening? I shot him in the knee. Well, good. He deserved it. Uh, no, he didn't say anything. As long as we don't kill him, I've seen time wear down stronger men than him. He'll pull out every tool he has, and eventually when he runs out of tools of the tool chest, the only thing he'll have left is to help us. Have you tortured people before, Marcus? Because I have. It is new to me. I'm not really, I wouldn't say I'm torturing him. He just kind of looks at you and goes... I have experience in different fields of study. Hey, by the way, has anybody seen Tally? She took the vertebrate and has didn't tell me where she was going and hasn't been back. Not since we left you the first time. What, does she need a chaperone too? Uh, I guess not now. But here, um, I want to let you guys know about what I got going on here. Uh, I got our our generator upgraded... um, the engineer whose name was something like uh, something Omari something I don't know whatever what? point is names are irrelevant he he told me that uh, it'll supply some good power and that it is sufficiently juiced our security system so I think I'm gonna give everybody an orientation over the security system uh, later on but we're doing we're doing we're doing good on that I'll let you guys know you guys want to make a trip to Booker. With Red, I've been able to arrange safe passage. Koba's pretty good at disguising, believe it or not. For a woman who sticks out with blue fur, she finds a way to blend in. She's got some stuff. Oh, I can bring him the finger. What? Yeah, he might feel good to know that the man who tried to kill him is behind bars. You want to give him the finger? <laughs> <laughs> He's our buddy. Oh, wait, no. I, I, no, I, I cut off Baron's finger. Oh, good job. Thanks. Well, All right, we, guys, we do need to make sure there's enough left of him to talk, right? He's still I, got I, the I, kneecap. It's just burnt. I, I don't want him casting spells. I, we don't know what he's capable of. If he ever gets out, I want to make sure he can't cast spells again. That's a good point. Do you know where I could get this thing filled? And I show him my prescription for my pills. Yeah, clinics would fill it. But I right now, if you don't think that the police are staking out every clinic, yeah, you're an idiot. Of course they are. Well... You know, can he just siphon off some bookers, at order some extra? That's yeah. Was one we see, yeah. That, that's probably a good idea. Clever. Yeah, mm, that's what I'm known for. I think. Do so you guys want me to arrange a trip? Yeah. As long as everything's gonna be safe here with Baron. Yeah, we got a good rotation going. He'll talk eventually. Listen, it starts out with with desperation, and eventually turns into words that are actually worth listening to. Um, we should make sure. Shiva doesn't kill him, or anyone should kills him. I think he wants to die. He wants us to kill him. I think that's good for him. That's like, I don't know, show up somewhere else. He was definitely trying to get me to kill him. Sorry if I don't put a ton of merit into somebody 
who thinks they can come back from the dead. But I don't have any intention of killing him. Your skepticism has a really bad track record. You know that, right? Well, I don't have any intention of killing him. Matter of fact, I believe I was the one that told us to take him in alive. I'm just saying make sure everyone's on the same page. Okay, thank you for telling me how to do my job. Especially Shiva. Hey, while you're out there, by the way, don't go anywhere else. Just stick to the hospital, okay? I don't need you guys running out and catching us some more heat. Yeah, I wasn't planning on it. All right, good. Matter of fact, and any, any more fingers anybody's going to take, run it by me. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll start off right now with you guys. You want everybody on the same page? Here's the same page. Let's run what we're going to do to him by me. Can we have, like, guidelines? Like The guidelines are ask me. <sighs> it's really going to ruin the flow. Sorry. Kentaro murdered my flow. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, he did. He thought I was going to kill him. I'm like, come on. Really? Really? How could he possibly think that? Look, all right. Sarcasm's got to stop. <laughs> Getting real <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> well, you joined the wrong organization. You're playing with the wrong GM. <laughs> all right. Well, if you guys want to get ready, I can get uh, maybe uh, two hours. We just got to get red. You know she's what's happening so that we can proceed everything. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why ask Stalin if she wants to go. Uh, if my memory serves correctly, he was sweeting on her, right? Yeah. Was that reciprocated, or did you put her up to that? He kind of looks at me and goes, I don't think it is. And no, I didn't put her up to it. I mean, when you first got here, I had everybody try to learn where the uh, canister was, but I think he just... <laughs> One-way street with Booker. Yeah, let, let us know when it's ready, and we'll... Or I guess whenever Tally gets back. Uh, no, we'll go with uh, Tally. It's, we don't want to be using Verbird uh, a lot. Just go talk to Stein, see if she wants to go, and I'll let you know. Alright, uh, we'll go see Stallion. While we're heading there, I'm going to be like, Lanris, do you think I'm a murderer? <laughs> Am I a bad person? You? Yeah. Victor, you're like the only good person I know. You're like always <laughs> trying to do the right... You're always trying to do the right thing. It's actually kind of gross. I get sick of it sometimes. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You're just always trying to be polite and look at everything from both angles and, like, make sure you say the right things, you know, piss anyone off. And that, that that's just how I see it. So... You're like, oh, you're always trying to be a good person. All the time. If Sarah so, found out about everything going on here... Oh, what, you mean killing monsters and mercenaries that were trying to kill us? Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about it? I mean, I got a clear conscience over here for the most part. I don't know. I just... I don't... I, I don't know. I don't like the guy, but I don't think he's totally lying to us. I don't either, but the, the, the problem is that he thinks he's, like, so high above us that he gets to talk at a different spectrum. And it's just annoying, really, honestly. Yeah. I shot him in the knee. <laughs> but you cut off his fingers, so, yeah. What are you gonna do with that? I left it in there. You could, like, wear it around your, your neck, like on a string. Oh, what? No, ew. No, I don't know. I don't know. What do you, what do, you do with people's body parts when they're separated? Put them in formaldehyde? I don't want it. I just don't want him to have it. <sighs> do you think Stallion's going to want to go? We could talk to her about it. I mean, we're on the same page with her and Booker, I think. But, I mean, he's got red. Yeah, that might be awkward. I don't know. Stallion's just a big girl, you know? <laughs> Your candence in that sentence confused me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
big girl. Uh, never mind. Anyway, uh, I open up the uh, the med bay, whatever door. We're uh, we're gonna go see. But please don't tell me I have to sew on a finger, or oh no no no. Once we once we uh, take those off, they're eyeball. not going back on. Oh, oh. I I don't want him to have a finger. Why is this not clear to everybody? <laughs> Um, no, I'm, go... I'm used to helping heal people, not hurt them. Sorry, I, I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong. I mean, it, it's wrong. Just saying, in it's sense. not for me. You... I told him not to say her name. You heard that, right? Yes. Uh, we're gonna go see Booker. Wanted to know if you wanted to come with us. Oh, um, uh, he, yeah, he probably would like to see me, huh? Uh, he does like to look at you. I mean, see you. Yeah, he would like to see you. <laughs> I get. I guess it would cheer him up, right? Should, should I like bring him something, like a gift, like a, a get better gift, one of those get well balloons that you can breathe in the gas and, and you speak all funny? Actually, that Booker would love that. <laughs> I'll think of something. Yeah, yeah. When you guys, if come I know in. him at all, imagine a horse doing that. What would that sound like? <laughs> when are you guys going? Uh, like a couple hours. All right, cool. Yeah, thanks for thanks for asking. Or is this Marcus asking? Um. Well, he asked us to ask you, and we, we asked you. So. Okay. I mean, you don't have to if you if you're uncomfortable. No, no, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking about Baron. He talks a lot. What did he say to you? He didn't say anything to you, did he? No, he doesn't. He just he was talking to you. He just said you wanted to heal heal people, and that's what you want to do. You want to do no harm, right? Yeah, I mean, it's why I became a doctor. What what do you say about Victor? Too much community service? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm actively trying to forget whatever he said. Do you really want to know? What? No, what? What I missed? What he said to me? Uh, I mean, if you want to talk about it, I don't really care. He said, he said he was going to tell Sarah about me killing and... All of that. Is that why you're all worried about it? Yeah. She watched you beat him to death with your hammer. I think she'd be okay with the rest of it. I mean, I... It's always been self-defense. I've never got actively sought anybody out to kill them. I mean, I've joked about it, but... I'm not really that guy. Right? Uh, what what guy? What what guy do you think you are? Shiva puts a hand on your shoulder. What? Where did you come from? Oh, you didn't kill him, did you? <laughs> oh man, I meant Scott. I forgot everything I do. Um, I thought she game... was gonna be like, I accidentally murdered this, him. This game is no different than my life, where I fail at literally the most basic of things. Um, listen, don't put any stock into what he said. What? <laughs> Look where the information would be coming from. What would your wife care about what a mad murderer says about you? I, I joked about about his face melting off and then he cut his head off, you know? I'm I agree with I agree with Landris. I think of everyone here, you're the least that should be bothered by whatever comes out of his mouth. I just I wish he didn't have to have the respirator, so I could put a gag in his mouth. Okay. You're letting him do what he does. He wants to. He wants you to feel bad. He didn't even have any ammo on you. He didn't even use anything real. He's pulling up stuff for me and Kentaro. Was it didn't work at all. It was hilarious. Why would he pull up on Kentaro? 
I mean, he it was more like, he was like, oh, why is Kentaro here? Oh, what a mystery, shrouded in an enigma. <laughs> what did he say about you? Like, oh, you're a disappointment to your sister and stuff like that. What? I mean, he's trying to get in my head, obviously. But your sister loves you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you want my advice? Don't think about it anymore. I mean, we can't ignore everything he says, otherwise why don't we just kill him now? Why are we even talking to him? Right, but wait till he says something worth listening to. Before we go see Booker, like, fair warning, uh, his ex-girlfriend's there. Um, okay. Why would you say that? I, I'm just putting everything out on the table. I, I don't know what to expect. Just in case he acts weird. Okay. That's probably why. Okay. Right. He's totally into you. What? Um, I mean, nothing. No, he wouldn't be interested in me. I mean, I've only known him for a few. I mean, what would he see in... Nah, you can't. Nah, I don't think that's right. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's just totally talking to you all the time and about you all the time. and He talks about me? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never see this stuff. Well, everybody else does. It is kind of oh. gross. Okay. <laughs> I didn't lead him on. No, no, is... no. It's. I mean, you're not. I mean, what do you what do you think? He's a good guy. Oh, also fair well, warning. A, I think he's a good boy. <laughs> See, she got it. This is great. What? Uh, nothing. No, it's. I guess it's an inside joke now. I don't know. Um, he's he's really messed up. Yeah. I mean, I know you you worked on him before, but I just. Yeah, remember you brought him to me first. Yeah, but I just... I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. I feel bad about that. You know, I I wish I knew more. He doesn't have an arm. You know, I don't actually have a medical degree. What? Could have fooled me. I never learned how to do the stuff that he needed done. If I tried, I probably just made it worse. I feel bad about it, okay? You've healed us up pretty pretty well. Well, you guys sure do give me enough practice. I don't... Don't feel bad about that. That blame falls on me and Booker and Victor for getting them in that situation in the first place. No. The blame falls on one person in this building. He's tied to a chair. By the way, did you guys see how Shiva drove her knee into him? Like, into him... Oh yeah, that was awesome. You get a message on your comm. Hey, everyone, meet in the auditorium. I guess we better go to the auditorium. The auditorium? Is that where we're going? That's what he said to me. Okay. All right. Well, let's. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna gently move us on here for the sake of the listener. Hearing these great, great jokes, quality jokes, great jokes. Does right. everything so, constitute a joke? Like, let's. Uh, we're. Okay. You go to the auditorium, and um, Marcus says, "Hey, I just want to fill you guys in on everything. We got a new security system up." Guess what we got, guys? Something I think you two are familiar with. And he points to you two. Chrismals. If you remember, Chrismals were like oh, those yeah. crystal line robot things that uh, you had on the tram that helped you fight the mercs. Yeah. We got a couple of them installed. I've got a camera system now. We've we guys. I've got a beacon. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh man, there's a word for it. A signal booster. That way, our comms will work more than a mile. Now it should work at about this half of Lower Hangsha. Uh, Lower Hangsha. Of Lower Kadesh. So, 
guys, we are just upgrading, upgrading, upgrading. Things are going really well. And uh, I just want you guys to all feel a little bit safer. And, and this is going to keep make sure that we keep this, this guy on, under lock and key. Does anyone feel uncomfortable with the level of security we're putting here? Does anyone feel like there's a gap here? I do not want to lose this guy. So I'll take any suggestions anyone has. If anyone feels that we're not doing enough. Uh, we need to cut off all his fingers. Okay, I'll take that in consideration. Any other suggestions? We don't need to, you know, cut them all off. We should disable his hands in some way, shape, or form. Just putting that out there. Okay, anybody else? Hit him in the head a couple of times. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, how's uh, roof access? Because that seems to be a common theme in how we break into places. I want to make sure we don't get, you know, iron Well, the only way you can get in through the roof is through the vertipad, which the roof literally opens and closes. So it, it, we will notice if the roof opens. <laughs> there are no other doors and ways out there. How about man-sized vents? Uh, the door opens up and in comes uh, one of the engineers who's been working around this place. And he goes, oh, sorry, didn't know this place was occupied. I'll come back later. How about all these people that are walking around? I mean, I know they're upgrading and everything, but are we really sure that they're all okay? Wait up, uh, uh, Omri, Omri, Mr. Omri. And the guy goes, oh, oh, and he comes in and he goes, ah, please don't, that's my middle name, please don't do that. He goes, oh, what's your name? Uh, Charles Tanris. He goes, yeah, uh, just call me Charles. Charles, um. Do you want anything we should know about uh, everything you've been putting in here? I was just telling the guys about it. Oh, uh, no, no. I mean, I mean, everything's doing well. I don't know much about the security system, but the power sure worked up for it. Um, actually, had a suggestion if you, you know, I'm running by you later. Mark's like, I'll go ahead and give it to me now. Well, I, I noticed you guys are you got that uh, that vault room and bringing all that stuff there is heavy. We can actually set up a little rail system. Uh, it won't be much, but it's enough maybe to move some heavy objects, get it easier to that vault. I mean, of course, you know, maybe you'd, you only take a couple of days, but, you know, prices, yeah, you know, it depends what quality you want. It's just getting, like, overly detailed. Like, every engineer gives you and every person who's doing work, every contractor gives you, you're like, okay, all right, just, it's made of wood. You can just say wood. I don't know the difference between balsa and cedar. All right. <laughs> I don't think you... <laughs> Where are they getting all the wood? Uh, we'll talk about it later. All right. Thanks. What does he look like? What does these. Charles look like? What does Charles look like? He's so what a important. great question to which I have already pre-put down an answer for. He is bald. Mike? And he wears V-Mod goggles and he overalls. And I'm not looking at the back of the book that is on my table. <laughs> if, if that we're is totally the guy in the back of the book. I have it right here. <laughs> if we're talking about putting an extensive cart system throughout the building, I second this. Yeah? It just sounds fun. Oh, okay. Do we get, like, badges? And you're right. It is a security concern. I've, vet, I've been vetting each one of these guys, and I give them each a little bit of information so that I don't use the same company. So, um, yeah, I, I've, I've worried about that, too. And good news is, matter of fact, they should be done by, like, tomorrow, but with this rail system, after that, they'll be done. Good question, though. Good point. Appreciate you thinking outside the box. Any other questions? Stallion raises her hand. Yes, Stallion. I know I'm going to be the most unpopular person in the room. Can we stop beating up Baron? Any other questions? I wasn't I wasn't beating him up. I asked for a medical procedure to disable his hands. I took matters in my own hands. All right. Here any other questions? Everyone can get back to what you're doing. I'll have a... I'm working other missions for us, all right? Uh, but right now, priority is to make sure we keep this asset. Um, you know what they say about the devil, right? 
Whoever holds him, make sure you hold on to him tight because the devil will never be caught twice. So let's make sure we don't have to catch him again. And that uh, I know it's going to be hurt for us, but we just got to be patient. We can be more patient than him, I guarantee it. All right. And he dismisses everybody. Hey, Brian, you want to play role-playing games tonight? I can't. My body's trapped in this strange membrane. Wow. Should I take you to a doctor? Nah, it feels really good. Just put my earbuds in. No, that's just wrong. But here at Tales from the Lich, we're all right. When you can't play, listen. TalesfromTheLich.com <sighs> That's just wrong. Anything you want to do before you guys visit uh, your good friend Booker? I do ask Marcus, um, if I want to buy gear that isn't gear we have here, well, how am I going to do that? Because, you know, you said don't wander off and do stuff, so... All right, I'll work something out. Uh, we'll see if Koba gives you a disguise, and I'll send you out with somebody. All right? Um, but wait till I give you the clear, okay? Yep. All right, so Koba helps you guys disguise. What do you want your disguises to look like? Because Koba, it's a pretty good disguise check. Well, I mean, I assume we shouldn't try and change from cat folk. No, let's not do that. Um, I guess I guess we should we should look like hospital staff. Yeah. All right, great. Yep, she disguised you all, but actually looks pretty good. Not the best, but you're like, yeah, I'll pass. Give her a plus two because I'm helping. Okay. You're like, oh man, can I use this fake nose? And she knocks it out of your hand. Shut up, let me do it. Um, <laughs> all right, you guys head off to the hospital, and you get there, and uh, you see. Um, <laughs> uh, Stein's carrying this like big case with her. What's that all about? Uh, it's a gift for Booker. Oh, uh, did get, you get well him a soon. Car? I did not get him a car. What is a car? <laughs> do you get him a hollow cycle? <laughs> what do we have here? I don't know. Vertebrates and tramps. They don't have anything on the street. Anyway, <laughs> you go. It'll be our surprise too. Uh, when you get there, um, you get through, like, you see, like, Red's taking you through, like, back doors and stuff, and you eventually get up, and you get into Booker's room, and Booker's sitting up, and you see he has a cybernetic arm now, and he looks up and he goes, guys, hey, and he's got this big old smile, stallion, and he, he kind of gets up and kind of aches, and he's like, oh, oh no, no, no need to get up, but just... No, no, I want, I want to, I want to, and he kind of like works real hard to stand up and he's like using his hands and he's holding onto the bed and he's like, come here, come here. And he's gesturing to give you a hug. Oh, um, you know, it takes a little while to get used to that thing, right? Hey, no, look, look, look. And he kind of like gets his hand up a little bit and balls in the fist and he goes to fist bump you. I bump it. Look, Metal Arm Brothers. Ah, you're adapting to that really fast. It's, it's tough, but. Is it getting better? You can see, like, for whatever reason, Stein is, like, totally right now a little bit, like, worried or something about her. It's, like, spooked. Stein, come here, come here. And she goes over and gives him a hug, kind of like the fake, okay, no, okay, you're hugging me more than I'm hugging you. (laughs) Oh, man, so glad to see you guys. Uh, I didn't think I'd see you again until I got out. Well, we have good news. Yeah? We got Baron. I see Red kind of raises an eyebrow. You you got him? Hey, did you bring it? <laughs> Can we say I did? Actually, yes, no, yes, if I, you want. Yep. I, I I wouldn't bring it actually. That's really good. Oh, I would okay. So. Oh, I, we'll show you when you when you come back. He he totally got what? a souvenir from him. I've I've got a million questions. What what did you do? How did you get him? What what's he like? What did you Victor learn? Pi- <laughs> Victor Pyle drived him from a hundred feet up. 
out of a vertebrate. Wow. You got him. Throw him off of a tram. Yeah. He's a jerk. Can we, can we throw him off a tram? Uh, we gotta get answers out of him first. I don't know. Although we... Let's throw him off a tram. I survived. Maybe he will. We'll see who's tougher. I made it. Thanks to you guys. You guys saved me. Yeah. You're real tough. You know, I was worried you couldn't take a hit. Well, you, you guys show me. Remember? Back in the tram. You gotta be able to take a hit, not just give him. You you took it. Yeah. Hey, Stalin... I, she brought the box in, right? Yep. Uh, Stalin got something for and you. She's like, no, 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 no. Uh, oh, really? What? Uh, um, it's it's nothing really. I mean, we don't even have to. No, no. What is it? Oh, here, I got you this. And he kind of opens up the wrap paper, opens up, and he he undoes the package, and inside is a guitar. He's like, oh, Stalin, thank you so much. And she's like, yeah. I thought maybe you know. I, I know you liked music. Um. And he kind of looks down at his metal arm and he goes, Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I wish I could play it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that don't, don't probably sound really cool. You know, rub the metal against the strings? No, but I don't even need a pick. I can't. I'm still learning how to use the arm. Well, you'll get there. Uh, yeah, let me help you. I, I move his hand around on the strings. <laughs> it makes a terrible noise. Uh, he's like, <laughs> I could play it, but it'd be bad. And Red kind of steps forward and says, you know, sometimes even when you play bad, you can get good music. They kind of like, no, no. She goes, no, play, play a little bit. He goes, okay, I'll try. It's gonna be really basic. It's gonna be like, oh, you know, baby's first guitar. She's like, just try. And and he starts strumming along. And Red sings a little song to his little strum. His ele- his arm with electricity somehow makes it sound kind of like an electric guitar. See, I told you it was going to sound cool. I was five and he was six. We rode on horses made of sticks. He wore black and I wore white. He would always win the fight. Bang, bang. He shot me down. Bang, bang. I hit the ground. Bang, bang. That awful sound. Bang, bang. My baby shot me down Seasons came and changed the time When I grew up I called him mine He would always laugh and say Remember when we used to play Bang, bang I shot you down, bang, bang You hit the ground, bang, bang That awful sound Bang, bang I used to shoot you down Music played and people sang Just for me Church bells rang Now he's gone I don't know why And till this day Sometimes I cry He didn't even say goodbye He didn't take the time To lie Bang, bang 
He shot me down, bang, bang. I hit the ground, bang, bang. That awful sound, bang, bang. My baby shot me down. red and says that was that was really nice somebody hurt you at some point didn't they red kind of ra- gently raises an eyebrow and says everyone's been hurt by somebody how long have you been up booker well uh they uh they put the arm on me yesterday they said it'll take a while to get used to i said i got somebody who who would show me how to Get better at it. I was talking about you, you, Victor. Yeah. Yeah. You okay? Uh, I was just. She sings and it like just trans. I don't know. I just. <laughs> yeah, Red does that. To uh, sorry about that. Yeah, I'll show you how to do it, man. Uh, you're really coming along quicker than I. I did. It took me forever. I. He smiles. You really think so? You really think I'm coming along? Oh, man, I gave Sarah bruises, like, all the time. Just uh... Okay, well, all right. No, I mean... <laughs> just, like, you know, hugging her and stuff. I, oh, sorry. You re- you really think I'm doing good? No, you I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, that's great. Then, then, Red, I think I can go. No, no, and Red, no. You can't go. No, no, you guys said I'm doing good. You're going to take care of... You're going to help me do my arm? Who better than you guys? You guys saved me. Who better to take care of me? I'm ready to go, Red. I, I want to go. I want to go back. I want to help. I mean, I, and, and Stallion, she's a, she's a great doctor. She took care of us when we when we, we were real bad from that tram. And Red just kind of gives you guys a sympathetic look. We, we had to put everything by Marcus first. We'll have to ask him. Oh, what blanket? What is he? Our master? No way. He can't tell me where I go. No, but the doctors can. <laughs> What are they going to do? Charge me? You ju- we just want to make sure that they think you're ready to go. I think I'm ready to go. And he kind of stands up and he goes, here, over there. You see that? It's a walker. H- hand that to me. I hand it to him. And it's like a kind of like the old guy where it's like little tennis balls on it. There's not even tennis in this world, but somehow there's tennis balls on the bottom of it. And he's kind of <laughs> inching forward. See? Listen, I received the best care. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Red, do you think I'm ready? I'm ready, Red. And Red kind of looks at him and goes, I learned a while back that I can't stop you from doing whatever you want. And I wouldn't want to stop you. All right, then I'm ready. I want to go back with you guys. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Is the bed behind him? Yeah. I push him onto the bed. Okay, he falls. He's like, oh, why would you do that for? Oh, and he's like holding his arm. I thought you said you were ready. I am. Like ten you know, seconds ago, I asked you. You guys said I was doing great. Yeah, you're doing great for recovery. You're still recovering. You have to do physical therapy. I thought you would... We have a fugitive in the base. If he gets loose and comes after you, you can't defend yourself. It kind of looks down, kind of like a when you scold your dog and it doesn't understand what's going on, but it just knows that something bad happened. It's a bad boy. I just want to come back with you guys. We, we want you back, but we want you to be ready. I am. 
I'm not going out to fight. And if anyone comes pushing me down, I'm I'm sure you can push them down harder. What if we're not there? The one thing we've learned is that place attracts fights, man. We haven't had any problems at the base. <sighs> not yet. But we got a crazy, wow. dangerous pyro... Guys, and he, he props himself back up. I'm going. I'm going to be with my friends who saved me. What about... What do you think, Stallion? You're a... In the medical field? I think you should listen to your friends, Booker. Are you all against me? No one's against you. That's why we don't want you to, to come right now, because you're not ready. You're, you're not... You're. St- and you're a doctor. I just asked the doctor. Well, I'm going back, whether you want me to or not. So at least you can do is support me. Right? I mean, like, physically, I'm going to need your help walking down the street. Oh, come on, guys. Smile a little. This time kind of, like, almost laughs a little bit. She looks at you, Alaris. She goes, kind of under her breath, after everything he's been through, he's the one that's making jokes. <laughs> oh, I'll help you if if you come, but I just need, you need to know I don't know how to, exactly how to help you with this. Oh, you're smart. You'll figure it out. You're, you're one of the smartest girls I ever met. How about how about we talk talk to Marcus first? No, I'm going with you. We can't change your mind, can we? Nope. No more than you could have prevented me from being thrown off a tram. Thanks for getting him, by the way. I'm gonna see that guy. Show him face to face that he didn't beat me. Did you learn anything about him? He talks a lot. <laughs> I like to talk too. He's died a few times. What? Uh, that's what he says. He says he's died a few times. Oh, okay. He, uh, he's human. As far as we can tell. And he's burnt really, really, really bad. Like human human? Yes. How's that even possible? We're trying to find out. Well, his mama was a human and his daddy was a human. Okay, thank you. Captain Sarcasm. <laughs> Well, let's go. I got some words for him. I like to talk. I like to say some things to him. All right. He's going to go out with you guys. Yeah. It's going to really slow your way back, but you'll uh, make it back eventually. Uh, I cr- <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Booker, I couldn't protect you before when you were well. Who do you have to protect me from now? You, you, we don't know. That's the whole point. We got ambushed. Did you forget about that? You can't. We weren't going out to fight anything. Landris, if you it didn't, Landris, it it didn't only hurt you. Landris, you can't go through life worrying about what's going to be around every corner. If you do that, then they win. And I won this time. And I'm not afraid. Hey, Landris, it looks like we're all going to see Booker now. But don't our... I, I take out my communicator and say, you, you tell Marcus. Okay, give it to me. It only works like a mile. Him. No, we just got the signal booster. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marcus, Marcus, come in. This is... Booker, Marcus, Marcus to Booker, Marcus to Booker. You have to, you have to like, Marcus. take your hand off the button so he can respond. Booker, why aren't you answering? Why? Oh, okay. <laughs> Booker, hey. Uh, glad to hear from you. Doing okay? 
Yeah, uh, I just want to let you know I'm heading back. I'm doing so well. Doctors said I can go. And he like winks at you. Really? That's unexpected? Yeah, they said that I'm stubborn. Oh, well. Um, hey, can you put red on? No. <laughs> um, okay, she not there. That's it, yeah. Okay. Hey, why don't you put Victor uh, Victor or Lanris on? Okay. And he hands it over to either one of you, your choice. Hey. Hey. Um, hey, I got to talk about something uh, I don't want anyone overhearing. Uh, you know, for security reasons, you got like another room you can go in there? You never know what doctors are about that. Yeah, know. I gesture to Landris to go in a room with me. Like the, ba- the bathroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got you some bathroom. <laughs> No, I call schoolgirls. We gotta go to the bathroom. You know, the five of us right now at the same time. Uh, hey, what is up? Uh, There's no way Booker is ready to come back. I kind of told him that he was doing a good job and he was healing up real nice, and now he's got it in his head that he's. I mean, we told him after that that he wasn't. Landris pushed him. Marcus, you, you come on. You gotta be the authority if you're gonna be our boss and withhold information and tell us what to do. You gotta give them the no. <sighs> Why does that fall on us? Uh, you're right. I don't know. I just feel like this guy's had so much taken from him, but it's hard to take something from him again. If he comes back, he's just gonna get in the way. He's not ready. All right, g- give him. Put the communi- Put him back on the communicator. All right. Walk out of the bathroom and hand him the communicator. Okay, the room is empty, except for Red. Oh, where did he go? He left. Why didn't you stop him? Can I give you a look? Red, you could stop him. You just batch your pretty eyes and, and sing, and he'll be okay. I mean, it trances me. It probably does the same to him. Mm-hmm. Wait, where's Stallion? She went with him? Yeah, she's trying to stop him. <sighs> we hustle down the hall. She stops you. He goes, hey, whatever happens, you protect him, okay? That's what we're trying to do. I've done all I can do. <sighs> what do you mean, like, here? Look at me. I've done all I can do. I'm... This is where I reach my limit. Oh. I've put my neck out for him. And, and extension, you guys. Yeah, well... <sighs> I wish I could do more, but I've already risked a lot. What I'm saying is I lose my number. What? You understand? Do you mind telling that to Marcus? It's not really, we don't really have the number. Yes, I do mind. Tell him I won't be answering his calls. Just can you two do me a personal favor and make sure Booker's okay? (sighs) Yeah. We'll do our best. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll make sure to send you guys some tickets as thanks. What was it? Was it Stallion? What? I don't know. This whole thing's weird. Is it us? It's a big. It's none of that. She kind of like gives a genuine laugh. You guys are in some. You're in deep. Yeah, we know. Hey, before before we go, and I, I promise, I know we had to go, but. You've done some dealings with Marcus now. What do you think? What do I think about Marcus? Yeah. 
I think he's a man who's very interested in protecting his own interests. All right. You take care of yourself. You too. Thank you for everything you've done. She gives a sort of like elegant nod and she leaves the room and your lives. She walks out of your lives forever. (laughs) 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 Sheva! Well, I guess that decision was made for us. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go. Point and laugh at him as he walks like a cripple. <laughs> okay, well, we lost half our listeners. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. That's what we, You know, we just keep losing half. We'll never run out of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the laws of recursion say. <laughs> I'm just going to check around the room to make sure it's like, it's like a medical board we should take or like prescription medicine. Booger left all sorts of stuff behind. Oh, I'm taking his payment. prescription yeah, there's definitely some of them. You're like, oh man, this is the good stuff. Oh wait, did he leave his? Li- did he have like a hospital food? <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh sweet, <laughs> take it all. Yeah, we we grab what we can. What we figure is important, and also any food. All right, awesome, great. It's great food. It's hospital food's actually pretty good. Because the hospital's food. charged us no matter what. <laughs> all right, you head on. Uh, you you head and help Booker back. He talks your gosh darn ear off the whole way. Wait, who did Copa fly the vertebrate? No, you guys walked. So we're walking him back. Oh, we walked to the hospital. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Oh, wait, what? We we walked. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah, I know it's gonna take a long time. And the whole way, Booker's talking. Well, I'm gonna do a uh, perception. After everything that's been going on, Vic is just skittish about everything. So he's just looking around, making sure nothing's out of this. Anything suspicious? Yeah. Sure, uh, it's just a twelve. <laughs> That's fine. Twelve's pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna at some. I'm gonna at some point. Like I didn't realize we walked. So like when they leave the hospital, I stay in like the hallway and I I call Marcus real quick and tell him what happened. Okay. Just so he knows that we're walking back with Booker sure. and that we we might need help. Okay. Do you tell him that Red what Red said yet? Yeah. yeah. Red, Red kicked us out. She okay. disowned us. <laughs> well, I'm surprised she gave as much as she did. Yeah. Tally, if you're out there, we could really use a ride. Just saying. You ain't getting nothing back. All right, you guys get back to the base after some time. And there's a little reunion, and everybody's excited. At least they pretend to be. And the book is like, <laughs> I want to see him. No. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Opposite of that. Marcus. <laughs> it's his right. Marcus. He threw him off a tram. I'm not going to stop him. Just, we have a rule. You're not allowed to do anything to him unless he asks me first. That means no cutting off fingers, no stabbing him. And, Mar- and he's, Burger goes, gross. I didn't stab him. Who stabbed him? I didn't him? stab him. She raised his hand. I, I stabbed him. him. Good girl. Uh, um, should we go in with him? Please do. <laughs> My laugh is like a pheasant dying, right? <laughs> That's what it is, right? <laughs> it's the dying of an entire species. Oh, joy. All right. A microcosm. You guys go in, and Booker's like, all right, I, I want to walk in without my, th- my without my walker, all right? Just let me have your arm. And he grabs onto your coat kind of in the same place he grabbed when you were flying from picking him up when he was all trashed the first time. Oh, I assume you mean me? Yep. Landris, who is not Victor? Correct. All right. 
Like, I walk him. You walk in slow. It's kind of like with your elderly grandpa. It's like, <laughs> no, Dad, Grandpa, please don't get up. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> no, Grandpa, please just sit down. <laughs> it's like that. Can you, can you look a little less sad? Uh, you walk in, and at this point, Grim is swollen from all the beating he took from Shiva. You, you also do the Grim Baron thing. Sorry, Baron. <laughs> it's because it's called Grim Happenings. Baron Smith's kind of like Grim Reaper with the skeleton stuff. Okay, guys. <laughs> Name drop of the season. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. I'm Sue General. I got, I got arrested, too. Oh, boy. Some bad stuff. <laughs> uh, back popular demand. The audience really liked me, so hey, here I am now. Oh, boy. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go tell him that the other guy's dead. So leave us alone. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not a terrible idea. He just sent him pictures of his dead body. Do we still have it? Did we keep it? Wolf get stills from the security <laughs> footage. No, no, I, I made a scrapbook. <laughs> all your all the people you killed. It's a lot. A lot of pages. I put a, I put a little I gold walk, star next to the self defense one. I walk forward with as much dignity as I can get him to muster. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He, he get him in. Uh, and so, like, yeah, so swollen, swollen, uh, Samedi kind of looks up. I thought I was the only one that came back from the dead. Yeah, well, I still had a few tricks up my sleeve. Good on you. Prevailed through it all. I was rooting for you. I was really pulling for you. What should I say? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to come down here. I just want to let you know that, that I won, and you're the one in a chair, and I'm the one being held up by your friend. Yes, I can see. Now call him a big old stupid face. You're a big old stupid face. <laughs> Thank you, I'm very sensitive about my face, as you can see. They've, they took away the last good thing I had, my looks. I want to know why. I want to know why you picked me. Baron's twisted face looks a little, looks intrigued. You want to know why I threw you off of a tram? You don't think the reason's quite self-evident? No, I don't. Because you were the weakest and the easiest to grab. Because it looked like they actually cared about you. Apparently I was wrong. I guess we all make mistakes. Psh, they care about me. They saved me. They saved you? Oh, please. Do you have a disability? I mean, look at me. Of course I do. I'm a... uh, <laughs> that's not what I meant. You're 60, right? Yeah. Couldn't tell. What's more important to you? <sighs> what was your name again? Booker. Booker. Sorry. What's more important to you? A person or a thing? People. Ask Lanris the same question. I don't get it. Ask Lanris which is more important, a person or a thing. Okay, Lanris, which is more important, a person or a thing? It depends. Uh, see, he said a... Wait, what do you mean it depends? It's a person. It, it depends. Shh, 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 shh. You hear that? The sound of innocence being broken. What do you mean by it depends? It, de it depends. You can't look at everything in black and white. It depends. People are always more important than things. But Booker, what if you could save one person's life or, you know, the thing we... Or the other thing is all the food in Kadesh. Right. Wouldn't the thing take precedence there? That's a twisted choice. That's unrealistic. What uh, kind of dumb well, person would think about it's that? A it's a stupid question, isn't it? Yeah. 
Don't don't listen to him. I don't get it. I don't know what I'm supposed to figure out here. Don't. You're not supposed to Bear's figure. He's just trying to confuse you. you, and it's working. That's what he does. We told you that. All I did was ask a question. And all you do is talk. And you gave an answer, and Landris gave an answer, and they were just very different answers. Hey, Booker, let me ask you another question. You know, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Do you mind if I ask you another question? Go ahead. You can't throw anything at me that I can't take, as you can see, and he taps on his arm. Yes, you're very resilient. If I was holding Lanris off the side of the train, and I told you I'll let him live if you give me the canister, what would you do? And Booker's like, his mouth's open, but he's like not making words. It's a confusing question. Very confusing question. Takes you a while to figure it out, huh? Took Lanris all of about 13 seconds. Booker, don't listen to him. And look, Booker looks like he's, like, concentrating. Sure. <laughs> I, I just stand with my arms crossed. Booker, for what it's worth, I think you're much stronger than them. Look at you. You still maintained your happy outlook on life. I don't think these guys would. I think they would have grown cynical. You've managed to keep it up. In face of life telling you everything to the contrary, you still think they're your friends. It's, it's admirable in a way. Agrees, right? You're stronger than him. Sometimes I wish I was that naive. You're stronger than us. It's not naive. All I know is I'm standing and you're sitting. It's a great way to look at it, Booker. He can't stand. Shut him in the kneecap. <laughs> yeah, Booker, you want to come in here? If you want, you can beat me up some more. Everyone else has had their turn. Surely you of all people deserve it. No. Good on you. That's another thing I couldn't do. I'd be so angry with me. I would just want to beat me up. I'd be so angry with Landris. I wouldn't even touch him. There you are, holding on to him. Like a child under their mother's apron. He lets go of your uh, your coat. You're a jerk. Yes, he is. I am. Let's count the jerks in the room. One, two... Yep, I'm one. Three. But you're not one, Booker. I don't think he, even he knows what he's talking about. Well, he contradicted himself. He said you were the weakest, and then he called you strong, so... Yeah. He's ingratiating you, clearly. I don't know what that means. You're, you're strong. Just... Lack of schools in this place, I tell you. Hey, Booker, have I lied to you yet? Anything I said so far a lie? No, but it's been confusing. It's, I understand you've been through a traumatic experience. Hey, I'm okay now. My brain wasn't hurt. Booker, you, you only need 1% of not truth to make a lie. I don't know. That's a really weird way of saying that. He's lying. <laughs> Why do you want that canister? I was told I needed to want it. By who? People who are powerful enough to tell me what to do. You know, like how Marcus is powerful enough to tell you what to do. Enough to tell Lamrus what to do. By the way, if you want to get Lamrus a gift, I heard he's into collars. Well, joke's on you. Marcus didn't want me to come here, and guess what? Here I am. You got a family, Booker? I... I found out about their family, but since I thought you were dead, I didn't look at it. Booker, don't, don't say anything. Okay. Let's go and celebrate that you're walking around. And 
Leave this guy. He's, he's miserable. He wants to make everybody else miserable. Hey, Booker. What? You ever fired a gun? Yeah. You know, like that weird question Lanaris asked you, and, and it was a weird way. If all the food in the world versus one person, what would you pick? Right? Let me ask you the only stupid questions, right? I put a gun to your head, right? And I give somebody else the opportunity to pull the trigger. And they pull the trigger. Who shot you? Me or the person that pulled the trigger? Um, I guess both. Interesting. I don't understand. I suppose you don't. Good recovery, Booker. Look forward to seeing your progress. After all, I never... Killing you is never really anything I wanted to do. The only thing I ever wanted was that canister. Oh yeah, no, that's a perfectly valid excuse. Booker, everything he's saying about Landris there, he's doing the same thing. See, he'd kill for it too. He just admitted it. Guns don't kill people. People that want canisters kill people. (laughs) It's not about what you will do for somebody, Booker. It's what you won't do. What won't you sacrifice, Booker? I have a feeling your answer is very different from Landris's. Let's let's go. I don't I don't like being around this guy. Yeah, let's go. And he, uh, as he tries to walk, he trips and falls on the ground, and Baron just starts laughing. Oh. <laughs> Your recovery is going well, Booker. Don't let it discourage you. You know, you fall, you learn to get up. I had to die three times before I figured out how to stop doing it. And Booker's face is bright red, and he's, like, embarrassed. And he almost kind of crawls out of the room just to get out of the room. I try to help him up. Will he let me help him up? Yeah, he's, like, almost too shell-shocked to stop you. I help him up. He's mean. Yeah, he is. Come on. You can see he's, like, fighting back tears. I stay behind a second. Gonna cut off another finger for me being the bad boy. I don't listen to Marcus because he's more powerful than me. I just know my own limitations. Should probably learn yours too. I walk away. Uh, does Booker have a room? Um, Marcus is setting one up for him. Matter of fact, you know who's doing it? Stallion. <laughs> He's like, I just, I just want to be alone right now, guys. Okay. Booker. I just want to be alone. Okay. He gets his walker and he just kind of goes down the hallway by himself. You didn't say anything. What? You could have said. Anything. He's got to come to his own conclusions. Because, you know, if I. It's a classic example. You know, if I try to deny what Baron is insinuating but not actually saying, then it looks like I believe what Baron is insinuating. It's classic techniques for interrogating people, getting information out of people, things like that. He's good at it. That kid's got so much damage. He's. He's going to put his own facts together. And if he needs to come talk to me, he will. If anything, maybe Baron will help him grow up. Uh, growing up sucks. <laughs> yeah. Certainly does. I mean, he went through a lot more than I went through. He's He's been more through more than any of us, I think. And he was still so positive, and I've never been that way. Then why don't you try it right now? Uh, what do we need to do? It's a good question. Marcus hasn't put the next, uh mission on the dossier yet? Uh, I think when we get some free time we need to just do a little research. I agree. So just wait and see what happens. Yeah. 
But uh, if Booker comes at me with accusations, you you got my back, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You know I do. Good. Thanks. What uh, what time is it, Caleb? About 10.42 uh, Central Time. I think East Coast is 11.42. Game! Uh, well, since we determined that we're measuring time by McDonald's dollar menu, uh, you know, they're definitely, it's, it's you know, drive through only right now. <laughs> I should probably get some sleep. But I had to roll a will save. Okay. Yeah, let's go do that. You gonna be all right? Uh, it's been a long day. Y'all go to sleep, and I need a DC. What was it? Nineteen? We'll say fifteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. I think you said. No, look at that. I got. I got. I'm right here. I'm just saying. A DC twenty four. Will say ninety six. Will say. Oh, crap! I got a three. <laughs> I mean, a six. You, you six all together, but it, I rolled a three. Oh, oh, a six oh, all together. That changes everything. Buzzing, buzzing all around you, and you find yourself in the middle of the strangest place you've ever been in. The floor is a carpet of living green, living green fuzz, living green. It reminds you a lot of a carpet, but patchy and bumpy. Falling on your head is a yellow ash, and around you tall trees trees you may have never seen one but surely you've learned what a tree is and you're you're in what you would know is a forest a dark forest but only darkened because of how much of this yellow ash is falling from the sky and there's this buzzing 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 overhead and you look up and there's all this movement hundreds thousands of tiny little movements all going somewhere. This yellow ash makes you snivel, makes you cough. You feel compelled. Where are the little buzzing things going? You follow the hundreds of little buzzing things. And a little buzzing thing lands on that little part of your neck that's hidden by a shirt. And you rub against it and ow! And you pull it off. And this little buzzing thing had, had bit you, had, had stung you. You throw it to the ground. You continue on with all this buzzing. It, it's in your head. You can feel it in your teeth reverberating. And you go and it leads to this, this building with a metal roof indented and, and has these slots. It's very strange. You've never seen it before. But as a man who was in your profession, it screams industrial. And there's these wooden slots on the wall. A wall made of wood, genuine wood. And you see the buzzing wasn't just above you. From all directions, these little buzzing things went in here. And they're all going through this small hole in the roof. So you go and you find a hole big enough to get through. But you have to go through all this yellow ash. And it clings to you and makes you cough. And there is a black something that all the buzzing is going into. You can feel it. It's almost like a, a suction. You can f- you see that your clothes kind of go to it and your hair, and it goes into this black emptiness, a, a black hole, but certainly it couldn't be a black hole, but all these buzzing things can't help but go into it. And then, maybe two, three, four feet away from the black hole, an eye opens 
and it becomes all too clear to you where you are, what's happening. You know it. You know exactly what's happening. And then you wake up in a cold sweat. And you have no clue what was happening. Code word. (laughs) (laughs) But you realize why you woke up. It wasn't natural. Something saved you from whatever was about to happen. Incidentally or on purpose. There is... Oh, what is it this time? Tar. Your turn. I can't do this. Don't care. And he walks out of the room. (laughs) I go down there. Hey, by the way, you look in the door between you and Victor's room. uh, Lamaris's room has been fixed. I go knock on it. Uh, What? What? Are you okay? What? Uh, I go and open the door. It falls down. It was just propped. No, I'm I'm not okay. You, I, I put my hand on Vic's shoulder. Sit, sit down, sit down. I don't have I don't have a lot of time. Wait, what? Are you dying? What happened? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I gotta go. I gotta go down. You it's go, my shift. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I'm not in a. I'm not in it uh, right way. I had a. I had another. Dream or nightmare, or whatever. Was it uh, was it nails again? Dark abyss? No, he's. I mean, something stung me. A buzzing. Where where did it sting you? On my neck. Uh, let me see. He I'll has show a him my neck. small welt on the back of his neck. <laughs> I poke it. Oh hey no! That Just hurts. so you, uh, as a player, know if you haven't figured it already, it's a bee sting. It's a bunch of buzzing. It hurt. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know. Were you, it was. Were you here? No. Was in a. There were trees. Like you, you saw trees. I mean, I guess there were trees. That's what they. You know when the when the old ones talk about it, trees, they how they describe. Could them? you smell it? Could I smell um, it? Whatever this yellow ash was blocked the smell. It's a. Uh, if you didn't figure it out already, it's pollen. There was. Smell, but I get, it was strong, and it kept choking me. All right, so here's here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm, something terrible happened. I know you feel bad, but concentrate on the the cool parts. You were in a forest. There was something bad in that forest. Yeah, but what about the rest of it? It was ch- choking me, and there was no, no don't 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 focus on that. Focus was... on the other stuff. It was green. Green? Like dark green? Yeah. Different colors of the, green. The trees are green? Yeah, and the, the ground was green. Oh. And shaggy. And it was just different colors. And Was there a, was there, was there water? Usually there's, there's supposed to be rivers and forests or something. Streams? I told you, told you what I saw. It was buzzing and choking. A yellow ash. That I kept choking on, and I walked into this structure, and in it was something bad. Like a, a person? I don't know what it was. It was bad, though. And now I gotta go see him. Well, you know, when I when I talked to him, um, 
I, I mentioned the Upside Down Trees. Um, he seemed to know about it. I'm not, I'm not saying you should therapy with the guy, but he, maybe you're seeing something. The crystal's making you see something that he knows about. You could... He, he'll probably bring it up. He seems to know a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But he said, that, like, the Upside Down Trees is what someone would call it if they didn't understand what it was. Alright, I just wanted you to know. Anyway, I better go. Stallion's probably waiting yeah, on me. Yeah. If, if you need anything else, let me know. Yeah. And I head that way. As you expected, Stein's already there. She goes, hey, there you are. Hey, you got anything for a headache? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll be right back. Oh, hey, mm-hmm. what? before you go, what do you think of this? And I show her my neck. What happened there? I'm not really sure. Like an allergic reaction, like if I had a dirty needle and I was injecting a sort of um, pharmaceutical in you. I've seen people get that. Or if there was just something in a pharmaceutical, some people are just allergic to different ingredients. You got anything for it? Uh, I might be able to find some ointment. Usually stuff just heals you just give it a couple days. Okay. Just thought I'd show you. Cool. Be careful when you inject in your own body. I'll be right back. Samiti is just slouched over, almost like sleeping. But he can't, of course, get in any sort of comfortable position. And he's in pain, so he constantly is woken up and stirs. And actually, by the way, it smells bad now because there is this dried blood on the ground. Have they been taking him, like, to the restroom or anything? Nope. Uh, how's it going? I'm hungry and could use a bathroom break. Yeah, I'm not taking you there. It's hard to be all intimidating when your eyes are swollen shut and you're in your own urine. Yeah, you're not really doing it for me this time. What do you know about buzzing? What do you want about? Little little tiny buzzy flying you mean things. Like flies? Uh, oh, I forget you I people. I don't know what that is. Don't have the joy of seeing animals aside from ones that walk on two legs. But hold on, his eyes are just swollen shut at this point, so it looks like he's either sleeping or he's just if he's paying attention you can't tell because this guy's darn eyes have been punched. What if they bite you, sting you? Uh, sounds like a mosquito or a bee. Uh, I have any interaction with bees lately? <laughs> yellow, black, yellow. Yep, that's a bee, my friend. What do they do? What do they do? Uh, they like to go from flower to flower. Pollinate. There's a whole ecosystem in the home world. You see, they help. Kind of like a form of reproduction. Bees help the flowers. And they're little stingers to defend themselves with. It's kind of an interesting little twist of God's laughter. They can sting you, but they die if they do. Flowers, they have yellow ash. It's called pollen. Does it choke you? A lot of it could. Why so interested in horticulture? Oh, sorry, that's a word. It has to do with plants. What about He He kind of looks up at you as if he could look at you, but his eyes, of course, are shut. He goes, someone's been dreaming. Let's say I have. What does that mean? You know, the old people, they used to say... The elders, you know, they came, they, dreams were just nonsense. They didn't mean anything. They were, I mean, sometimes maybe. Pardon but. me for disrespect, but the old people don't know nothing. <coughs> dreams can be everything. They can give you glimpses of what you've lost. It can make you feel like you really had it again, like things were really undone. When you wake up, you know it was all a lie, but... In the moment, it felt real. 
I don't know anything about bees, though. I don't. I didn't even know what they were called. Guess we learn something new every day. If they sting you, what happens? Bee stings you? Oh, uh, some people die. Stop breathing. Most people just get a little pain. You must be really desperate to be coming to me for therapy. The only one to talk to right now. About Booker, maybe he'll want to hear from you. Uh... No? Oh, shame. You know, I'd keep an eye on Booker. Why? Man goes through all that, comes out as happy as he is. Sorry, but reality just don't work that way. It doesn't have to change you. Everything changes you. Picture... And he kind of moves his hand. I've got a glass in my hand, okay? Now if I let it go and I drop it, it'll shatter. Right? Now if I took another glass and I did the same thing, it would shatter, wouldn't it? Both things, traumatic event, both things shatter. But the difference is how they shatter. The same fall that shatters and turns Lanris into a deadly weapon. It's the same thing that leaves someone else in nothing but tiny pieces. Everyone breaks. Just everyone doesn't break the same. Look at me. I'm looking. Surely I look broken to you. We all just broke different. Some of us had a horror visited upon them. And it turned them into a monster. Can't help how you shatter. You just do your best to pick up the pieces. What are the upside down trees? The guy shakes his head. Something that people in my world sought to understand and couldn't comprehend. I doubt you'll have much success yourself. I'm sure it won't stop you from trying. They sought upside down trees? They would call them something different. Yeah, what do they call them? Doesn't matter, it would just be another word. I'm learning all kinds of words today. I don't mind it. Wish I could learn the word rest. But you guys have made sure that I can't sleep for more than a few minutes at a time. You want to sleep? I'll let you sleep. That's fine. The only way to let me sleep would be to fix... All this, and he just kind of gestures to himself. I have a feeling I'm not getting the best medical attention. I'm sure it's just because you've run out of supplies. He leans his head on the chair and goes, Oh, thank you, chair, for being so cold on the side. I thought you liked the heat. Ha, funny. Just because the hounds of hell are my friends, just because I look the way I do, doesn't mean I picked it by choice. Plus, right now... You took that ring off of me, I wouldn't do very well with more fire. Why? What does it do? Oh, it's magic stuff you wouldn't understand. Makes it so fire doesn't hurt me. Makes it so I can pet those dogs of mine. Suppose I couldn't convince you to let me summon one, just for company. No. I don't think so. I've killed a few of them, so I probably could kill it again, but... Well, there's a good number to I'm kill. I'm tired. I can give you a large supply if you like. I'm good, thanks. Well, if you don't have anything to say, anything useful. Names are so bad for me. Stallion comes back. She goes, all right, I got everything here. Here's some stuff to help you. Headache. And uh, all right, let me see. where Where's that? Uh, there it is. All right. And she puts some ointment on your sting. Ooh. I know. You can get over it, baby. <sighs> anything you could do to his face? 
his face. I think you guys have done quite enough. No, I mean, he's all swollen up. We make him better? I mean... Yeah, there's there's some stuff I can do. He just might want to see. Okay. And she goes over, she does some basic medical attention. Nothing with pharmaceutical, obviously, because it doesn't work on him. And he's like, right. oh. she's like, you're a bigger baby than him. <laughs> Thank you, Stallion. Very kind of you. You always were a little bit kinder than everyone else. I suggested it. Thank you, too. Victor. Yeah, you're welcome, uh, Baron Smitty. Stallion, uh, you doing all right? Yeah, I wish I didn't have to get up in the middle of the night to watch this guy, though. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Hey, Stallion. What? I'm beginning to think you don't, you guys don't like me. What, don't you want to hear what I have to say? No, but I have a feeling like you're going to tell me anyway. You know what? Took care of my eyes, so I'll let you go on this one. What, what are you going to say to her? Well, if you really want to know, I was just going to ask her why she wasn't honest with everyone. She looks at you and goes, he's been pulling this with everyone. Yeah, it's I know. because everyone's been so deceitful with everyone else. I'm the only one telling truth around here. Yeah, funny how your truth is always leads to divisiveness. She she told me she wa- doesn't actually have a doctor's degree or whatever. Did she now? Stein, have you told anyone why you joined up with the... What, what, what carrot did he hold on a stick for you? Do you think me telling him why I was going to come here is going to do anything but endear him to me? Or dear me to him? You know, not everyone feels as bad as you do when they hold stuff back. People have private lives. I just wanted to know why you haven't told anyone. What makes you so private? Because I just met her like a couple of days ago, like a week ago. She looks at you and goes, I mean, it's fine. I'm not so superficial as to think it's going to change. you're going to change your opinion about me. I flunked out of med school, all right, and then I practiced illegally for a while. I got arrested for it, and these guys paid my bail, and I've just... They've had too many other things to try to pursue me, and I just fell to the bottom of the stack. So I figured, they did this for me, why not help them? And in the same turn, do what I always want to do, which is help people. There, do you think I'm some sort of evil person now? Yep, I'm washing my hands of you, you're yeah, done, exactly. I'm done, no. <sighs> there, is that what you wanted? That's all you got on her, man. You're pathetic. I just wish everyone was a little more honest with each other. Like I said, I only met her a week ago. You don't just meet someone and pour out your life story to them. Listen, you all think <laughs> you're working under the assumption that I'm trying to get her to tell the truth to, to divide you and make you all hate each other. I just think you would learn some very interesting things if you were honest with each other. You just want us to sit around in a circle and sing Kumbaya? I mean, what's going on? I don't understand. Of all the things you've seen me do, what makes you hate me so? It's because I tried to kill you once or twice? No, it's because you threw my friend off a tram. You did try to kill him. I did him. you a favor. You... Tell me you weren't disappointed when you heard he was still alive. Has he done anything but cause you trouble? Oh no, everyone get mad at me. I'm just saying what everyone's thinking. I'm just speaking the truth no matter how much it hurts. But that's fine. Paint me as evil. Paint me as if none of this has ever come out of your own mind. I'm the bad guy. Stallion, just don't worry about this guy. You know, you're a little more reasonable than your friend. I think you two are the most reasonable of the bunch. You're the ones that actually... You know what it is? 
despite as much as you see me as a thing to be hated, some monsters whose teeth needs to be plucked out, you still went over here and you still put ointment on my eye. It's because you got something the rest of these guys don't have. Something us men call humanity. Capacity for kindness. You know, I said to your friend, oh, it's so hard to keep all your names straight. What was it, Lanris? You can easily judge the character of a man by how he treats those he doesn't have to treat well. You put ointment on my eye. Lanris cut off my finger. Well, I shot you in the kneecap, too. It's true. But today, you put ointment in my eye. Tomorrow, I'm guessing, I'm going to lose another finger. We'll see. What? You're going to stick your neck out for me? Excuse me if I don't hold my breath. What happened to you? Why are you burnt like that? Your magic go wrong? Forget your ring while you played with one of your pups? Happened to me. Believe it or not, there's someone else out there who wanted me dead even though I didn't really do anything to them. Funny how those things come full circle, huh? Times you are what you hate. Why do you want you dead? Her, him, it... Ever overreact? I think you know the answer to that. He overreacted. He had a right to do something to me. To do this and to take away what he took away from me. No right in the world. The upside-down trees, what are they called? <laughs> It'll bring you no solace. To know the name would mean nothing to you. You're barking up the wrong tree. Sorry, I don't mean to say barking. That's your other friend who's the dog. I'll let you rest. Thank you. It's very kind. There is a, um, a loud noise that comes from the top of the building which you are familiar with, which is uh, the vertebrate landing. And you're very quickly assured that as you hear Tally on the intercom. Hey, everyone. I want to talk to everybody. It's important. This wakes everybody up, including you, Lanners. You're like, you're like, oh, I'm finally falling back asleep. Ooh, hey, everybody. You're like, oh, no, please. Why did I leave it on full volume? <laughs> and uh, everyone gets all together. And Marcus is like rubbing his eyes. He's like, what could it possibly be? Tally, where have you been? And she throws a paper on the ground and says, Baron was right. Marcus hired Gemini. Trailblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great Pathfinder podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? 
You can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. Your players have been Christian and Tim, and Caleb has been your GM. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening. And if you want to support me and my indie game development company, Raconteur Games, consider purchasing our first game now available on Steam called Close Order. Thank you so very much, and I hope you've enjoyed the show. Ah, oh, 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 my blood! He, he punched down all my blood! Ow.